Hey everyone, how how are you doing? Happy uh, weekend. <laughs> um, when you be getting this, when you be getting this, when you will hear this, it'll be after the Super Bowl, so I can't tell you who won right now, and I can't talk about any of that at the moment. <clears throat> um, but what I can talk to you about is how the hell are you doing? I can talk about feelings, okay? I can tell you about how I'm feeling, and I'm feeling good and great, and uh, what a doozy this episode is. I I was so distracted with the last episode that I forgot to even mention that I hit 50 episodes. So um, I just want to say thank you all to your support for all 50 of these episodes. This is going to be episode 51. Um, I'm just happy to be able to do it. I'm happy to for my voice and I'm happy to be able to express myself. And I'm just, you know, thankful that I have people that actually want to hear me talk because sometimes in my head, I think that nobody gives a shit and sometimes I'm probably right, but majority of the time, I guess I'm wrong. You know, some people like to hear this and I would like to thank you great people for, um, for listening to it, man. It's been, it's been such a journey. Um, I don't want it to end. Um, it's been great. Honestly, I wouldn't be here without you. So, I mean, I probably would, but it would just be a, another shitty podcast just floating through the metaverse. So, um, thank you is how, I don't know how many times I could say it, but thank you. Um, let's talk about today's guest. Um, today is, uh, today's guest is, um, a good friend of mine. Uh, Mark Ivan, I've known him for a long time. Um, we go through a bunch of different ramblings. Um, I'm sorry, it's all over the place. Um, between he and I, I have ADD, and um, I don't think he can focus on anything for too long either. So uh, we jump around a lot, but there's a lot of great information in this podcast, and uh, it was really fun to catch up with him. Um, he's a guy that's got, had quite a journey. Um, we've known each other since high school, I believe. Um, gone through hardcore shows together. Um, um, he grew up with my fiance, so um, you know it's it's been a journey. And now he's doing stand up. So check in, uh, listen to the episode, listen to how he got started over in Denmark and how doing stand-up over there was and how that transferred over back in America. Two completely different things. Um, he even brought my fiance flowers. What a gentleman. Now I gotta, now I gotta try and outdo him. Thanks buddy. Um, but you know, gentlemen of all sorts, we all have different lives and we all have different perspectives and it's good to hear others. Um, you never know what we can learn and what we can do with another's perspective. And, uh, you know, it's just great. It's just grand, man. There's been so much shit going on in the world that like, I just, you know, sometimes you just got to get silly with a conversation and talk about shit that we regret and shit that we could do different. And, you know, things happen for a reason and they happen, um, as they happen. 
You know what I mean? You, you're not you're not going to learn a lesson until after it happens, right? That's the point of just letting life happen. You can do your best to be self-aware and um, try and make the right decision that you think you can in the moment. But until then, you'll never know. So um, I just wanted to say that, you know, I think somebody might need it out there. Um, one of you listeners, maybe, who knows? Um, until then, hopefully Joe Rogan stops saying the N-word. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Love that Joe Rogan. A lot of people don't, though. Um, seems He seems genuine enough to, you know, feel bad about saying those N-words, all those N-words way back. Um, I never watched the video. I can imagine what it is. It's just a compilation of just random out of context ver uses of the word. And, um, you know, it's not good. And I think he feels bad about it. And I think the narrative for trying to get him canceled changed because they realized he wasn't going to succumb to what they want to him, him to succumb to about the COVID and the vaccine and all the COVID information. And who cares really, dude, I stand with the man. He's, I stand with the man. I'm not telling you I'm racist. I just, I think that his perspective is that he still thinks that he is Joe Rogan, the comedian, and he's the reason why so many other comedians have their careers that they have. And I think he just is a curious guy and wants to know uh all the information that he can get from different sources it's not like he just he's just having these crazy doctors on with misinformation he's also had dr sanjay gupta on who's like works for cnn the king of liberals you know what i mean um so it's the world is just crazy right i think we all need to hear a little less n-word and more about dmt joe rogan <laughs> i stand with mother ayahuasca um, God, haven't done DMT in years and boy, that shit is intense. If anybody ever gets their hand on it, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Just go ahead and do it. Um, on this episode, you might learn a lot about drugs. There's some mentions about drugs and, uh, it's a part of some people's lives. You know, it's not a part of mine. I haven't touched anything in, um, what will be a year in a couple of weeks. I think like near the end of February is my one year sobriety ticket, you know, shout out to me for making it so far. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode, man. Um, I want to let you guys know I'm host, I'm guest hosting at snappers grill and comedy club in Palm Harbor on, uh, us 19 on February 22nd. So if you can make it, please come to that. That would be great support. Um, that's all I got booked so far right now. I'm trying to do better and I'm, I'm going to have more dates and I'm going to have, I'm going to be out more. I've been doing a lot, um, getting some shit in order and it feels good. It feels good to be out here doing it. So I don't, I don't want to take up too much of the, of the intro time. I think I've said enough. Um, I hope you enjoy the show. Give it up for Mark Ivan. 
Oh, I fuck with the Wu-Tang tattoo, bro. That's lovely. You know what's really funny about the Wu-Tang tattoo, actually? Because I work for a Jewish community center. Okay. And, like, there's this old Jewish dude. Yeah. Yeah, nice. There's this old Jewish dude that comes in, and we got cool because he saw my Wu-Tang tattoo. (laughs) And he was like, like, dude, that's a Wu-Tang tattoo? I was like... What old Jewish men are listening to Wu Tang? But I thought, uh, I thought, I thought they don't fuck with tattoos, or you can't go to heaven. I mean, at this place, people aren't even really kosher. <laughs> so like, like, this is my kind of Jew, dude. I've seen people eating fucking cheeseburgers. Oh, There's fuck a lady yeah, that comes dude. in with Wendy's like every day. I'm like, what do you really? Eat? You're getting the salad from Shalom. Wendy's. <laughs> You're getting the salad from Wendy's, the chili. Um, so welcome, dude. Thanks, welcome dude. To my, How long have you been costume. doing this? But thanks for having me over, bro. Thanks. I I love that I don't see you for like ten years, and then we just jump right into this. This is I lovely. Know, real friends. Record man. a fucking Fuck conversation. Yeah. I got a picture. I'll show you too of us okay. that are from like way back. Fuck yeah, dude. Um. So I started this podcast way back. I think in 2015. Yeah, you were like the first person that like went into stand up. That I knew, from, I think, uh, from our friends, at least. Yeah, the first ever. I'm yeah, the first well, yeah, ever yeah, 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 to do stand-up. <laughs> I invented well, the craft. I mean, since <laughs> I've since I've been, like, cognitive, I think you were, like, the first person, like, say, fuck, fuck work. Let me see what this is about. Honestly, and I miss that attitude. I I started in 2014. I started the podcast in, in, in 2015, like, a year after. And that's when, like, Joe Rogan was starting to get really popular. I was listening to jo- Joey Diaz all the time. And yeah. I, they were all like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, hell yeah, I got something to say. And I literally started – I was still living at my parents' house. And I uh, literally started with the shittiest condenser mic, and I just put it in the middle of the room. And I would just, like, talk to myself. <laughs> Sometimes I'd have my friend Mike over. And um, my – it was, I did it for a long time and then I stopped because I ended up moving to New York with Kat and then I just left all my Yeah, when did around. you move? Because I moved to Denmark. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and I was really, gone for a while you too. You had really long hair. Yeah, you were yeah that dat- was down to my ass. You were bro. dating somebody that was out there, right? Yeah. Or were you going to school out there? Well, it turned into school, but I I've originally went out there just because of that chick. I mean, that's a... Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. She was cool dropped reason. off like a little present, dude. She was uh, one of my mom's friends that... Uh, that from back from Croatia, they knew each other since they were like little kids. They went to like elementary school together and shit. And uh, I guess they were on vacation here from Denmark uh, to like Miami and shit. And she's like, oh, I have a friend. I haven't seen her in 30, 40 years. So they just found each other through Facebook or whatever. And um, I was at work. I was working at Sonny's Barbecue, bro. I came home and, and she was just sitting on my on my porch, dude. So I was fucking just from there on. Yeah, bro. She, they, yeah, they stayed here for like two weeks. And then it wasn't it wasn't even a month after that, that that I just made a plan to go visit. Uh, I just supposed to go for the same thing, like 10 or like I think it was like 14 or 15 days. And I never came back home. That's exactly. Well, see, when I got with Caitlin, <laughs> I went out there. She was dating somebody who was not good to her and we started fooling around. Who was it? I don't want to name uh, it. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you when we, right, we'll when, get, when we get off. off but uh, off she was in that, that relationship that got pretty abusive and we started hooking up yeah, one one time when she was down here and then I was like I was like, You live in New York. I was like, I'm doing comedy now. Obviously like that's the Mecca. I was like, I'm gonna come visit you and then do stand up out there and shit. Went and visited her and it was great. And, but this guy, like, found out I was there. Came so, to New York? He he lived there. Oh, okay, okay. He, So he found out I was staying with her because she wasn't answering his calls. 
And he like showed up at our apartment one love night, it, dude. stood up on like, passion, you, bro. you know, those, uh, like van taxis, <laughs> he stood up on the roof of one of those taxis outside of our window, like screaming and shit. And I was like, Maria, dude, with the boom box and shit, <laughs> yeah. John God Cusack. Damn, dude. Um, <laughs> There, the, and that was the first encounter with him. The second encounter, I was already staying with her. Um, so whatever, I'm there, end up leaving, coming back, and then she calls her mom like upset. He did something. I think he just was like harassing her when she was trying to like break it off. And damn, I was like, I gotta go back there. And her mom was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And she was, her mom bought me a ticket, a one no way. No way, a one way. Didn't tell her I was coming. Wow, dude. That's so she was really surprised <laughs> heavy, when I rang the doorbell and I was like, hey, it's me again. <laughs> God damn. Where I'm did back. she live? Where in New York? Um, Brooklyn. Okay. And um, she was not far the dark from- dark side or no, the- it was, like, it was like in between. She was a few oh, blocks yeah, from Flatbush. Um, but we- I got two sisters that live out there. Well, they don't live out there. They work in Manhattan, but they, they live in, uh, in Hoboken in New Jersey. Just, we're, we're looking at moving it back to uh, – she showed me an apartment in Union some Yeah, Union, Union City. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Way up, yeah, correct. Yeah, it's it's, way it's the, like 15 yep. minutes away from the city though. Fuck so. yeah, dude. Yeah, if, exactly. If we move back, that's, that's probably, exactly, and it's like half the price of living out there. That's exactly yeah. what my sisters do. It's, they say it's like a forty-five minute commute. Which I do that shit here in Tampa. Yeah, I do it now too. I think actually my, I don't. I'm employed now, but <laughs> we'll <laughs> get to shit. that yeah, too, yeah. Oh, dude. I fucked up. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, it just ended up staying with the same situation. Just when, once I got there, I was like, I'm not leaving. You have a couch. If you really don't want me to sleep in the same bed, I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. But we ended up getting together and. That's lovely. Things worked out. Bro, I've known that girl for a minute. I know. She's told me stories about yeah, how I've you used to like fish hook her on yeah, the bus dude, and oh, shit. Fuck yeah, dude. That was before <laughs> it meant something else, dude. But uh, I, um, I knew her before I spoke English, bro. I moved here when I was like eight or nine years old and, and she lived in my neighborhood. Yeah, stagecoach, right? Yeah, where yeah. my parents live now. You know how, did she ever tell you how she got amnesia? Uh-uh. You don't know that story, bro? No. How she, she forgot us all? Oh, no. dude, yeah, bro. I think we were in like uh, fifth. Or I was in fifth grade, so I don't. Know, I don't know how much younger she is than us, but she's a year younger than me. Okay, so what year did you graduate? I, High school? Technically, 2010. Okay, 2011. All right. Well, I uh, I graduated in like '09, so we were in the same school, bro. Because yeah. I remember all this, and they we were playing um, we were playing like field hockey or some shit on the basketball courts, and somebody went to go fucking take a swing and she walked right behind it and she got fucking clobbered like a Viking dude. Holy shit. And, uh, she got knocked out and had amnesia, forgot us all, forgot everything. She probably had a concussion. Oh bro. She had like three or four of those motherfuckers. dude. That actually probably explains a lot. But I remember coming over to the house and her mom was like, look, she's not going to remember you. She doesn't remember shit. And me and I don't know if you know Patterson. You remember Patterson? I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember meeting him a couple of times. Yeah. We, Cause he used to go to shows. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and he, and she didn't remember any of us, bro. we'd go there like every day. Just little by little, but no, nah, dude, it was it was for a while. That's fucking, yeah, crazy, fucking crazy, dude. Dude, fucking crazy. Got clobbered, dude. She, I wonder if she even remembers that happening. Maybe not. Maybe the Misha got her. <laughs> Who knows, dude? I gotta fucking uh, find out. But how was uh, you were in Copenhagen, right? Yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, dude. I moved to Copenhagen. Um, it was L- fucking weed's awesome. legal. Yeah, Fire. yeah, but it's like in the best way ever. So they have these like um like zones because prostitution's legal as well. But uh, it can't be sanctioned, so you have you can't work for anybody. You have to work for yourself. Okay. So they do. They have like these like red light districts and green light districts, basically. And um, 
where you only buy weed in this one place called Christiania. If you know people, you can buy weed. It's for cheaper and shit. But most of them smoke either hash or you know shit like that. God, they put it on a yeah, yeah. It's called a, a, a trollman, a, a trollman. Like when they mix uh, weed and tobacco and hash. Bro, the first time I smoked that shit, I was I was just sitting there. I bet you died. four hours. Oh yeah, dude, it was nauseous. It was horrible, dude. I smoked something like that in New York. One of the first times I was staying there, there was a kid that I met. Um, he was like seventeen or eighteen when I first went up there, and he was outside smoking a blunt. And I was like, you know where to find more of that. And I just gave a random kid 20, oh, 20 or $40. Risky, I was like, hey, can that's you go give me risky, some of these? Like, he was bro. like, hell yeah. Hours later, I was like, fuck, man, this guy probably stole my money. And then he, I get a knock on the door, and it's him with a, the tiniest bag of fucking hey, weed. But I was like, hell got yeah. Got it. Smoked out of an apple. Fuck yeah, dude. But one Old day, school. I walked down there, and they were smoking um, weed with Fanta leaf. Okay, I don't is, like that shit, bro. Which is like, it's. Like a straight up tobacco. Leaf. Yeah. So I just stopped smoking cigarettes about four days ago. I'm on my fourth day. I've smoked two, three packs a day, dude. I so. remember you were smoking last time I saw oh, you. Oh yeah, bro. I love smoking cigarettes. I wish that man, like you know that show Mad Men. Yeah. That'd be my dream job, dude. I love cigarettes. I'd sell that shit to little kids, bro. I thought, <laughs> oh, everyone should be smoking. It's the best thing in the world. But uh, I started coughing up fucking dragons, man. So I had like to chill. Bl- yeah. Black, black shit. Oh, dude, that happened dude, to me when I was smoking bro. blunts. When I was smoking blunts all the time, I would hack, wake up first thing in the morning before I even start smoking, hacking up. Cause I, would I don't smoke. like to smoke in the morning. I don't like was, to smoke cigarettes when I wake up. Really? That's nah. what everybody like no. raves about. No, I don't like to smoke cigarettes when I wake up, and I don't like to smoke cigarettes after I smoke weed at all. Does it, what does it, what does it like make you, does it make oh, you anxious? It just doesn't or, taste good to um, me, man. Yeah, I mean, because they don't taste good, bro. Yeah, listen. <laughs> they do. They taste the parliament. I smoke parliaments, bro. They taste fucking delicious. That's the one thing when I picked up smoking cigarettes. And me, meanwhile, I got a straight edge tattoo. It's on my fucking back. I know. That's Still. why, bro, that's why I came incognito with the bag. I didn't know if this was a straight nah. edge podcast. No, nah, I'm not offended. All right. Thanks, um, dude. Because uh, I, I, I don't drink. So I just took up drinking. I just started drinking about four days ago. I don't believe you. I swear to God, bro. Look, you I got never, a second cup. You never drank alcohol? I mean, I drank alcohol. Of course I drank alcohol, but I never really got drunk, man. I, I stopped drinking like that a long, long time ago, man. Like during college. I stopped drinking a long time ago, man. I mean, it's... I got in trouble, man. I lost a car. I lost it. I got lost my entire car. DUI? Or just an accident? No, that... I still have the keys, man. I just lost it. It's gone, dude. <laughs> just can't find yeah, it? Don't gone. know. Somewhere in St. Pete. I went to um, what's that? Gay Pride, and a buddy of mine was working for the for the Bubba show. You know Bubba the Love Sponge, yeah. and they had a float. They asked me to come on the float, and man, I like I said, I don't drink. I was supposed to be DD, so I told everyone I'll DD. No problem. Let's go. One of my best friends who worked, he lives in my neighborhood too. He actually lives right next to where where Caitlin lived. Colton. I don't know if you know him, but um. but uh, he uh, <laughs> he drove us all. But by the time we were picking up this. Tequila representative, this fucking vodka. Of course. Person. They sponsor those yeah. fucking oh, dude. things, dude. I, and I've never had a jello shot in my life. I ended up having 30-something, so I've been told. You probably died that oh, night. Oh, bro. I um, Man, that's how I lost my job. Uh, I didn't sh- I didn't show up for work for four days. I, I, I was just in his room uh, dying. Yeah, I bet you, oh, he, you probably he, damn near he, had alcohol poisoning. Oh, I did. I actually ended up going to the hospital afterwards, and uh, I got kidney stones from it. I got three kidney stones from it because I didn't drink water for like five days. Jesus. Yeah, man. I was just that's asleep. How, so how was pissing out those kidney stones? Oh, dude. I've heard that that's one Bro. of the if, – if men if – I don't want to hear that like pregnancy women, shit. That's it's, what oh, they it's say, way right? worse. It's, it's <laughs> way worse. It's way worse, dude. I believe – I mean, oh, dude, I dick holes aren't that big at I all. Three of them, man. 
How and big were they? Five millimeters each. What's that like? A, I don't know, but big enough to fucking cry like a baby. Because the urethra is like, like a like I think they're a little Remember bit bigger than uh, yeah. That's all I was thinking about the whole time they were coming out of me. I'm like, if he could do that, then I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's because uh, I think the urethra is like a like coffee stirs. It's a little bit oh, bigger dude, than my asshole just puckered up. It's a, oh, the urethra is a little bigger than the coffee stir, like Fuck that, that hole. Yeah, dude, that's Fuck. the it was the worst thing in the world, man. But um, yeah, I I I lost my car. I didn't know where I parked it because by the time they got me home and by the time I got to my senses, I lost my job. I was working at Grillsmith. <laughs> How long ago was this? And like five years ago, man. Oh, okay, four now about four years ago. Right, right when I came back home from Denmark, about four years ago. Yeah, so you were probably in a state of mind where you're probably a little oh, carefree. Com- yeah, I was coming down from a real bad cocaine addiction, dude, and just yeah. living living the greatest life anyone's ever lived. Is that how it, was, it is in Denmark? Like, it's not just weed. It's like yeah, man. So everyone parties out there. So i i worked in I worked in a Michelin restaurant. Um, so all my friends were of course you're in the kitchen, and, and they all get no, fucked I was up. a waiter. Oh, and right. they loved my but kitchen. Ass. Kitchen crews get fucked up. Oh hell yeah! But, I mean, and, probably everybody in a restaurant. And the thing is, bro. Um, the the blowout there is awful. You got to think like there's nothing much. It's like Denmark, Sweden, Norway, the North Pole. There's not much up there. By the time uh, it gets, by the time it fucking gets there, it's, it's been stepped cutting. on by everyone and everything, bro. It was so bad that I wouldn't leave my house if I didn't have an eight ball in my pocket, dude. I wouldn't go to work. There's no point. I wouldn't be able to work because you can't do just a gram. It doesn't do shit. But so at that point, you're probably not even doing it like pure cocaine. Oh, God, no, dude. And the worst part about it, bro, I've had to return it a few times because it smells like a fucking Somalian's asshole because you have to smuggle it in, you know? They let you return it? Uh, mine did because I was buying <laughs> so much fucking blue. You have no idea, bro, because I was working at Michelin making like five, 600 euros a night in tips. I don't know what that is. It's that like seven, $800. Oh, shit. I come home owing someone money. Holy shit. By the time you go out, because the bars don't close, nothing closes at 2, 3 o'clock. Bro, they'll burn your fucking place down if you tell them it closes at 2 o'clock in the morning. They drink until... I mean, bro, if they're giving you money, how That's what I'm saying. A beer... A, the, Denmark's one of the most expensive countries in the world. A beer's probably like like 11 or 12 American dollars. So if you've got three, four dudes drinking heavily, bro, that's enough to keep the lights on yeah. for the next three days, bro. Of course they're going to keep this shit open. So shit doesn't close. And then afterwards, you fucking go to someone's house, call somebody up. Dude, I, man, I stayed up for like five five nights, six days one time. How Were you tripping? By yeah, the, my like, eyes were shaking. I was still going to work. I was still... Ha- how do you a, manage a relationship? Oh, school? Dude, you don't, bro. I was cheating on my girlfriend. She was cheating on me, bro. We left each other. I had to leave Denmark. So that's when you did come back? Yeah, well, and... Ah, uh, man, dude, it's rough, man. I uh, I was fucking around with a little Spanish girl, and I ended up, I ended up moving to Spain. Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, what it's so st- easy because, bro. You, what a story. You, well, yeah, everything's you so think about close. It, bro, if you sit in your car right now and drive eight hours, you're still in Florida. You're in Key West, but you're still in Florida. Yeah. Eight hours down there. I'm in three different countries with different food, language, culture, customs, so people. Cool. Like, it ain't nothing. It's nothing to get on a flight for 40 bucks and go to Italy. Yeah. You know, it's right there, bro. It's nothing. So, so bro, yeah, I was working in, a, in like a restaurant that was connected to a hotel. And this was one of the nicest hotels uh, in Denmark. And like, um, dude, I, I got to party. With, who are those crazy South African people? Um, Which ones? It's like a dude and a chick. They're like, a, they like rap. Uh, it's like these crazy white. Um, Die Antwood. Uh, D Die D Antwood. You know. I that? think I've heard of them, dude. 
but I, I don't know. They came and stayed at the at the hotel, and we did so much fucking cocaine. And there was, <laughs> dude, they were so fun. My restaurant, my one of the chefs, one of the sous chefs at my restaurant, loved that band. Um, so they were, we already closed up when they came in. So she opened everything back up. Had like three or four dudes in the kitchen making them food and shit, and I ended up getting them some weed. And because you, you can only get weed from this one place, that's what I was starting to tell you. Yeah, it's, it's um. It, in um, what is it, Christiania? Christiania, yeah, and exactly. They're just like tables, kind of laid out. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's you like know, a, I learned that from that show Weeds. That's the only reason I know dude, about that. They, it's exactly <laughs> like that. And when I saw that show Weeds, I couldn't believe because I saw that show after I lived there. Uh-huh. So I couldn't believe that they were able to film that shit because there, there's no filming in that. In I'm, I'm sure they it's filmed already it in California, but they said no, it no, up. no. They were in there. They were in there. That was 100 percent it. That was. That was 100 percent it. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. Yeah, that was 100 percent it, dude. So, uh, yeah, man. So it's like um. Like you go to a flea market here, it's the same shit over there. Yeah. Everyone's got their own table set up. Everyone gets from their own, you know, supplier. So someone might hit you up. And once you start going to someone regularly, they get to know you. You become pretty tight. I got so tight with the dude that I was going to that, bro, I got him a bottle of Dom Perignon for, for uh, Christmas. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Good tequila. For sure. No, it's a champagne. Champagne. Dom, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Dom Perignon. Bro, but... um. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Isn't that, that shit like one hundred and twenty dollars a bottle or more? Way more, bro. Way more. But like I said, bro, we were, it was the dumb. It was the best living I've ever lived in my life, bro. We were making so much money. And how old were you when you were doing this? Uh, like I moved there when I was like yeah twenty, and I moved. I just moved back. I'm thirty one. I just moved back about three four years ago, man. So I mean, I guess if you're gonna live, yeah, like that, that was the time exactly. Because I'm a, like now I'm a piece of shit too, and <laughs> I, I can't be. I can't afford to be. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be a piece of shit. Caitlin said to me the other night, she, she was watching like one of my old stand-up videos. She was like, she was like, you just look so carefree and confident. I was like, yeah, I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was high all day. Like, what else yeah, do I, I have to worry about? I never one letter with my name on it ever. It was all junk mail. I knew, you know. Bills and shit. Yeah, fuck Creditors. Yeah. Now it's fucked, bro. Now I, I, had, I just accidentally froze my bank account. Um, You know, like, it asked me if I wanted to... Uh, or re- uh, redo my PlayStation network or something like that. So I said no. So they're like, okay, cool. We'll send you a new card and freeze your account. And this is like the eighth time the shit's been frozen and they keep sending me cards and it takes forever. Fuck so yeah, it, I just it takes got, about a week or yeah, two. Yeah, bro. So I got my, my card payment and my insurance was due like two days ago and I still didn't have a new card. So they're probably I don't know. Call, they're hitting, they're hitting a, I don't know a, who a number. I don't know who they're hitting, bro. <laughs> I, I have been home, bro. I've been, I've been avoiding the house like crazy, man. I mean... At least, you know, it'll get paid. Yeah, for sure. It's not it'll like, get paid. It's not like they're going to send a repo right away. <laughs> yeah, dude, it'll get if paid. If they bro. will, you said you're not home, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. They're not going to find the car that they need. Bro, you've been putting out some content, bro. You've I been, mean. You've been working, It's man. old. I'm trying to get, like, the old shit out and, like, I want to start filming my, yeah, my new stuff. Do, bro. That's right. When we were talking off air, I was telling you, man, I, I really appreciate you for having me on, man, because not a lot of people do this. I reached out to a friend, uh, I think a mutual friend of ours, and uh, I was just like, "Yo, how do you put the how do you put the words up over the video?" <laughs> just read it and didn't reply. That's <laughs> like, on- Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. If on- honestly, if it weren't for like TikTok or Facebook, like when you upload a reel, it asks if you want captions, and then it'll translate the best that it can hear. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't know. Like you have to. So have, it's on TikTok. I don't even have. I've never had a TikTok. I, yeah, I need I think to do it, that. I heard I need to do that ASAP. I think TikTok will do the caption generating g- generation, and then Facebook Reels will do it. I don't know if Instagram does. If not, it's you have to have video editing software where you're uploading a video wow. and then you're manually like putting yeah, in yeah, captions. Yeah. 
So That's I don't know how to do that dude. shit. I have a buddy who has, he's got, um, I think it's, um, Adobe premiere is the video editing one where he, d- he can do it, but I don't have anything worth doing bro, I can't that even to use paint, bro. I don't even have a, <laughs> I don't even have a laptop, bro. It's- it's, that's the thing with content, man. If you can't do it on your own, like you definitely, like it's, it's expensive. You have and to have a laptop. You have to have software. It almost gets you nowhere too. If you don't have content, bro. It do, I know. Like I somehow have managed to get some sort of a following with the podcast. It's not much. Like I get, <coughs> no, I saw it was pretty big, dude. I'm, I, che- I checked you out, bro. It's pretty, it's pretty getting solid, there. bro. It's, it's pretty getting fucking there. solid, man. But it's because I've just been doing it. And honestly, it could be better if. I repetition did every day if bro. i did video but I, I like the like mark maron thing where like fuck you the video, video man. in there bro you it's so much i don't want to edit it if i can get to a point where i'm making enough money to be like where somebody else can sit here and watch this shit so like i can actually focus on a conversation and not multitask Dude, and they can set up video that's what happened the other day I, I did um i did one of the one of the co-hosts of bubba's show's podcast yeah what's, what's it called uh it's called the clusterfuck show the cluster F show. That's perfect. For yeah, they're you. dope. They're dope, dude. <laughs> and um, bro, they had they had a setup, man. They, I saw the yeah, picture. Yeah, they had some, they had somebody on the computer the whole time, and that's what you need. you need like a a, a young Jamie. Yeah, Everybody yeah, needs yeah. a young Jamie because like I mean, I like that I can manage and do everything, but if something fucks up, I gotta stop focusing on our conversation, <laughs> and then you gotta keep. Yeah, talking. and I hope to God you don't do that, bro, because I've, I've already <laughs> forgotten what I'm talking about. If I stop, it's over, dude. If, it, nah. if I stop talking, you might as well just bring up a new subject. Every, if I don't look at you, don't. I, I'm still listening. I understand. Don't worry. Man. I'm just trying to make sure shit doesn't like lock up or, you know, I don't lose audio because I've lost audio for and episodes. You just keep going, and you don't even know it's gone. Well, I did an episode. It was a while back with one of my best friends, Nate, and we went for like 50 minutes. And I looked down. And I was like, oh fuck. It stopped recording over <laughs> an hour yourself. ago. And he was like, well, fuck it. He was like, he <laughs> rolled another joint. And he was like, I'm just going to smoke and we'll keep going. <laughs> That's the only way to do it, bro. But yeah, but, uh, <laughs> dude, about the Chris Jane, I swear to God, I'll finish the story one day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's cool to smoke in there for the most part. Like in the in, inside. In the area. Yeah. So the thing about, so this place is like in the 70s, Denmark made a like social experiment. They wanted to see what would happen if a place functioned with no laws, no police, no rules, no nothing. They don't, you know, some people said it was like to make a statement about how, you know, you can't function like that because they're a socialistic society. They wanted to see what would happen. Turns out, bro, it, it thrived. It thrived from for the next 50, 60 years. So no one in there that lives in there and the house in there are wild, dude. It's like crazy little artistic log cabins. It's on this big lake. It looks like a, I don't know, bro. It looks like a fucking festival. It looks like Bonnaroo. And then people just live there all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy art. Everyone's smoking pot all day. But, <laughs> it's like a pretty much a giant commune. Yeah, but right? that's exactly what it is. It's a commune, dude. Yeah. So like you, no one pays to live there. So if, if you, the people that live there, they've just been passed out, you know, so people start hanging around and they get accepted by the community of other people that live there and stuff. So when you walk in, there's a place that says you're now leaving the EU. Right above it, like the European Union. And then on the way back, it says, you know, welcome to the European Union. So technically, it's still like an elite, like on a federal level, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. So in the six years that I lived there, like two or three times, SWAT teams just come in there and just take everyone because the people that run it are all like gangs and like bikers and 
Holy shit. Because you know, they're smuggling it, obviously. They're smuggling hash and shit. That's probably how they're able to keep everything going, right? So Yeah, but the so the thing is, like, when you leave there, because everyone smokes weed and then takes it home, you know? Yeah, of course. So it's really hard because sometimes, especially in the weekends, there'll be cops at every location just stopping and searching people. And I they, bet. I bet they just wait outside the. They city do. Limits, they right? do. So you gotta. You got bro. There's been times where, uh, where you just ride your bike and you gotta look all cool and until you gotta act like you don't notice them trying to stop you and then, and then take off. Because the cool thing is, there's no extra punishment for running from the police. So. So but, as long as they don't catch you, you're good. You're good, dude. <laughs> so, um, after my girlfriend and I broke up and I moved in with a couple of my buddies, they lived in the very first. Um, Apartment building right up at the stairs at the metro station at uh, at Christiania. Mm-hmm. The, the stop was called Christiania. So we would sit from the balcony and literally watch people run from cops all day long. That shit is the best thing in the world because you're cheering <laughs> these people on so hard, man. I know. You're you're on the uh, other side of the law. And they do the same point. thing with like prostitution. So it's all legal, but it's there's no... There's no schools around. There's no like kindergartens around that area. There's no daycares around that area. There's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no like little parks and shit around that area. So they, they knew, they know people are going to do that shit regardless. So they just kind of manage it. So everything works over there perfectly. That sounds they, so fucking You get half though. your paycheck away though, but bro, not one time. You get paid once a month too on the first of the month. 12 uh, times a year. That's it, bro. You get your whole paycheck for the month. That's so wild. So you so, got to like, manage your shit. How do you shit. get food and shit? Manage your shit. You, you you make enough money to live. I guess, yeah, I guess if you know they're what I'm giving saying? you it once a so month. So we, we just did envelopes, like weekly envelopes. Like this is for weed, this is for food, this is for rent. You know what I'm saying? That's like, smart. It's like living in college. Yeah, But it's basically, probably a bunch of adults. Basically. But <laughs> it, it, it's awesome, dude. Like uh, Denmark is statistically the happiest country in the world. Is and, it really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think that shit's rigged because... I think they, they only come in the summertime to do the fucking, like, you know, <laughs> interviews and shit. Yeah, where it's not cold. It's not This snow. is our summer right here. Um, just like winter is, you know how we just had winter? It was like yeah. two weeks, and you kind of needed a jacket in the morning. That's how it is over there. That's how summer is. So it's, like, oh, kind of warm. But, like, at night it's cold, and in the morning it's cold. But, like, during the day it's, like, kind of cool, and then that only happens for, like, two, three weeks. And then back to fucking freezing yeah so it, it rains 180 days a year so every other day statistically uh and then it's just cold and gray it's like it's it's pretty similar to like um like like great britain and shit you know it's just like gray and blue seattle seattle exactly yeah. it's exactly dude it's God, just like that horrible no nah, it's nice bro it's nice it's i mean it's a nice place to stay inside and do drugs i guess if you're <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, if that's it's your nice life place to go outside and do drugs too yeah i mean yeah if they let you that's what's up though. I mean, you got a, uh, you got like miles within your culture, like you got culture in your culture because yeah, you're, bro, you're you Croatian, are, right? Yeah, I'm Croatian, bro. You got uh, that's the that was the funny thing. Uh, they all they all hated me out. It was so hard making friends out there because they all associated me with Trump. Because <laughs> you're from America, yeah, and because I was speak that, like this. Was that the era of Trump, dude? So it was right when right when he was talking about running. So I was still talking to my friends like, dude, how funny is this? You know, how isn't this so silly? Like, yeah, dude, like Trump should win. This is so funny. And then like another year went by and we're like, oh, this he's actually thinking about. And then like another year went by, he's like, oh, fuck, he's running, you know. So then I was because I speak like this. It doesn't matter if I speak Croatian and Danish and German, whatever, bro. Like I say, dude and bro, every, you know. Yeah, it's a part of your slang. Bro, I wore tie dye shit and I had long hair and Birkenstocks, bro. (laughs) They all just wear all black, all designer, everything. So it it was impossible making friends. 
from the time they're in kindergarten until they graduate like high school, they're in the same group. Just the, oh, so just it's a like different everybody teacher that's comes. grown up together. Yeah, exactly. So, bro, and like, you know how it is here? Bro, we grew up together. You know how, how many times did you introduce me to someone or did I introduce you to someone you had no idea and you just hugged right away? Because that's what, bro, my yeah, that's friend. That's what we do. Yeah, my friend introduced me to you. So you're automatically, you know. Well, that's kind of like what you do. You like, they would be like, and then, no, no, no. Just like, whoa, whoa. And like, go to shake my hand and shit and like, it's like, hey, buddy, bring that cheek here. I yeah, want to kiss it. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm trying to fucking. I was actually thinking, I was trying to remember when we actually met, and I can't fucking, re- like, do you remember it? I don't remember it. Uh, I, just, I remember I, when you didn't have my back in hot pants and I almost got my ass beat, so that was probably like 2005, 2006. Was that the situation with Sean? No. That was the second time you almost let me get my ass beat. Um, that was, because uh, um, I, don't, I don't remember hot pants. I remember the show. I you remember, remember B? You remember the show? I don't remember, like. Do you remember a scuffle or anything like that? I, they were there were always ones at, sure, at dude. Hardcore. So it was the first one and um it, I was just I was just a dude I was an idiot. I was an idiot. No wonder, bro. You know, I was So looking, so let me let me set it up like this. So Marco and I used to go to these hardcore shows, right? Uh local like hardcore metal. I don't they would be it was just yeah, like random like he- heavy like, music that we yeah, were breakdowns of two steps. It was nothing but bros and like Straight edge kids who hated Guy Harvey t-shirts, yeah. uh, army pants, yeah, vans, cargo shorts and vans yeah, and snapbacks and fifty nine fifties. So we all had like a mutual friend because I, I was friends with Caleb first, and I I know that's I think that's how he went like, to our school. He went to our high school. Yeah, so like I knew Caleb first, and then it had to have been at like an until eternity show, I think, because like you guys were always like it was that circle. That you guys were always, oh, you guys were always going to the those shows. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? No, I don't All think right, so, cool, dude. Because I'll tell you the story if he doesn't. But you got to promise me that he doesn't. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't know for sure. So, <laughs> ah, fuck it, dude. So you could, shit. you could save it for after if I you want to. Now it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, but no. Um, so what happened was this was on MySpace days. This was a MySpace f- feud that went on way too long, dude. That went on until like adulthood when when. People developed like muscles and anger issues. Yeah, because I think like we we went to these shows at like thirteen or fourteen. Then yeah, went dude. into and high school. Ha- yeah, and this happened way after high school, I think. I think the Sean thing happened after high school. No, it was it was during high school. I th- well, regardless, if, it doesn't if, matter, bro. I uh, I one day just uh, I was just on on Facebook or MySpace and and just you know you randomly start talking to those dinosaur girls. Yeah. So with the raccoon yeah, striped sure. hair, absolutely. Yeah. So I found myself one, and we were just talking, and um, like, I'm, I was down visiting a friend down in Fort Lauderdale. I was coming back up, um, and we were we were texting or something on my flip phone or some shit, and. Uh, she was like, yeah, I live in Naples or something like that. So it was literally like 45 minutes from me. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm um, coming through. So I stayed at her house and uh, and we slept together. And the next day I went home. It was all cool. And then like, turns out that was his girlfriend or something like that. So I didn't know. I Dude, I didn't know him. I didn't know her. I've never seen her in my life until the day I saw her. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, didn't, I didn't know shit about her. Turns out it was his girlfriend or something like that. And um and, and we were at a show and I saw that he was there and I'm standing at the edge and people are dancing. There's like the pits open and I see him coming and I saw that he was like high kicking, 
But he's already been training and shit because you know he's, he's yeah, I yeah, know. yeah he's yeah, like a crazy he's, cage fighter now. Yeah, dude. he's deadly. Yeah, he's deadly, dude. <laughs> and I and he wound up and I tried to you know I my you know I did tensed up and he kicked the fuck out of me in my stomach while I had my hands like either behind my back or like that. And I tried everything I could to play it off, and I finally just couldn't. And when I when I gave up, he just came back and and grabbed me and um. That's how I became friends with Ryan Cornette, bro. You know Ryan Cornette? Yeah. Yeah, bro, because he put that boy in a in a headlock and gave me enough time to get in my fucking truck and peel off out of there. So this dude. was the first encounter. Yeah, that was the first This encounter. wasn't the, the time I'm thinking of. Nah, dude. This, we've had three encounters, bro. Holy shit, yeah. man. Like this. I've got my ass beat every time, bro. I think I, I think I paid my dues, bro, by this. I mean, that's a for one, I give you props for being able to walk away. Oh, because dude. Sean was one of the scariest fucking people that I think I've ever seen anybody beat the shit out of so the time i'm thinking of i don't remember what show it was but i remember if it probably if it wasn't for alex being there he probably would have like no so that that you're what you're thinking of was the hot pants thing and that wasn't sean that no sean. I, i'm the time i'm thinking of was really it, all right let me, me hear let me hear this one. it was um i don't fucking remember what band it was but it was that spot and um, I don't know if like a fight actually happened or if he just like open palm, like slapped you or some oh, shit. Oh. And, Al and I think Alex grabbed him and me and Alex were telling you to like, just book yeah. it, like just go. Okay. So that was at, uh, what was the church in Brandon that we always went to? Oh, the, the porch. porch. Yeah. That was at a porch. That was at a called preserve show. <laughs> and, uh, and I got into it with, with one of the dudes from that that just followed called to preserve one of the uh well dnc oh the like yeah, hardcore, yeah, 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 yeah. like so his group yeah and he had a girlfriend that was dan like she you know she was a tough dude his girlfriend was one of the girls that was like you know those girls there's like three yeah. girls yeah, that march and um and she was just like kicking the fuck out of people so when she came close to me i just caught her foot and her boyfriend came up you know right away but I, I already had the upper hand, so I hit him once, and that's when all hell broke loose. But when I got outside, I was sitting in, um, in I think it was like I think it was I can't remember if it was little Sammy's car or 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 Shayna's car, but homie opened the door and just fucking slapped me like a bitch, and I didn't do shit, bro. And uh, Alex and I, yeah, Alex grabbed him that day. That's right. And, dude, uh, wild times. <laughs> All for nothing. I'm dude. so glad I don't go to those fucking things anymore. I tried. I tried. So the last, my last encounter was trying to go to like a kids like us show, and and how Raph, long ago, how long Raph ago, wouldn't let me in. How long ago was that? That was years ago, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been to a show in forever. Actually, you know what? Uh, you know Tyler Andre. I went to his uh, Adalia. I went to their last show. You see Sean because I know he's a doorman there. I don't know or like security. I don't know shit field. about nothing. I walked. I was late, so I was I was working at Spectrum at the time. Uh -huh. So I parked my Spectrum van right outside. I put those like hazard lights on. I ran <laughs> inside there, full Spectrum gear. I they were already playing, so I jumped on stage. I did a stage. I, no one caught me. I knocked my head on the floor and I got dragged <laughs> out of there. <laughs> and That's that was the last show I've been to. Um, Sorry, I'm all over the place, bro. I have no. It's fine. I have horrible ADD. Missed, oh, I don't have ADD, but I I take a lot of Adderall, so it's isn't that supposed to thing. help you concentrate? Yeah, but it, I don't think it does <laughs> if you don't have the the thing that it's supposed to work for. Um, yeah, but man, 
those shows were so crazy. There was almost a fight at every single one. Yeah. I remember. And I was not tough enough to be starting all the shit I was starting. I was overcompensating. Like, oh. I was, I'm not a tough guy at all. I was just letting all my friends fight for me. That's what it was, man. Yeah, I mean, I was, you, had, you had a good circle of friends. Yeah, it was a piece of shit, so I would just instigate, man. I know. Caitlin's told me some of the stories about about you, and I'm like, nah, he's all right. <laughs> she was like, you weren't around him at school and shit. I was like, yeah. yeah. was a piece of shit, dude. I don't, know, to, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. It took me a long time to realize I was the problem. I mean, <laughs> it's, it takes self-awareness, dude, and sometimes you don't fucking get it until you're an adult. Yeah. Even sometimes, like, some adults don't even fucking figure it out. That's one thing you got to have if you're going to be a stand-up, too, though. Well, that's why, bro, because I started doing stand-up out in Denmark, man. Did and, you really? Yeah, and it was completely different out there, man. So how did, how did, how bro, is stand-up in in Denmark? It's terrible, dude. Is it like... Yeah, it's terrible. So is it just like at, not at like poetry readings or... Exactly, bro. So it's not sanctioned Ugh. at all. The one cool thing was that they, they loved... They got a kick out of everything I said. I could have been saying nothing because half of them, you know, all, they all speak English, every single one of them. Right. And they all get their, they all get all their entertainment from America. It's just a couple years late, like the music and the fucking, you know, everything's a little later than, than, than what it is here. But they love American, everything, American pop culture. So they loved how I talked. So I could damn near tell any fucking story. So as long as you stopped at a sentence, they were like, oh, shit, that's. Yeah, but, it, you know, I mean. Or is it like you you realize like your facial expression did it or. No, I think they just, like I said, man, they everyone was all black, everything like gloomy as shit. And I was just long hair, braid, braids in my hair, like tie dyed out fucking just telling stories about college, about Gainesville, about, you know, shit like this. Just literally shit like what we're talking about now. So did you take those stories when you first came back and started doing stand-up here and try it? And Yeah, 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 did, for sure. Was it uh, the same reception? Or? Nah, so the, the, the thing was that out there, there, was, there wasn't really a four-minute, five-minute, six-minute get-off-fucking-stage. You're getting a light at four, you know. It was like, go, just do your craft. Uh, whenever you feel like you're Yeah, so you'd wait, your, you, sometimes you'd wait hours for in between fucking someone's a metal acoustic band and fucking Jesus. some kids from Sweden coming down and doing like beatboxing. And then you go up there and tell your American ass jokes. And like, so that was the diff, that was different, like condensing stories. Like, oh, what was the funny part? Like, what was I trying? Did you to, ever like record any of the stuff out there, or were you nah, just kind of like no, freestyling no, it? No, because that—that's I was just I was just having thoughts about it then. Because yeah. man, it probably took me, it probably took me like a year and a half to go up on stage in the first place. From it's the, fucking terrifying. Oh, dude, it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I still get scared. Oh, every not, time. Not every, scared, but like every time. I there's do. a there's a level of nerve that I feel, and I'm more self aware of it now. But it's because I give a shit. Like, yeah, I, sure. I want, I want to be validated, or um, you know, I want to do so well for myself that even if I do well, I yeah, find reasons. I find reasons. Do this. I it's a fucking. It's a very fucking insane thing to even want to do. That's why we do this. We, oh wow, shit! Wow, bro, what a piece phone. of shit, dude. <laughs> my own podcast. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, man, it was petrifying. So it's it's still petrifying. I still get scared, especially because like what I found that works for me is um, I I have a hard time just sitting down and being like, okay, I'm gonna write for an hour and a half. I'm gonna write a joke. I have a hard time thinking of like, I guess like hook line sinker shit. Yeah. 
So what works for me is getting my premise down and then being like, fuck it, I'm going to do a brand new five tonight. I'm not going to have shit written down. I'm just going to do it, record it. You know, if it works at all, because because you know how it is doing open mic circuits. Most of them isn't regular open mics. Most of it's like comics, you know, comics going out. Yeah. So it's you're just waiting for, you know, your turn. Comics don't laugh at each other. And if they do, and if they do (laughs) like you, you know, they've heard your shit. Cause you're working on it. So you're doing the same little open mic circuit. So everyone's heard your shit a thousand times. So if you can get like a <laughs> out of a comic, bro, that's a, <laughs> I write that shit down. I'm like, oh, okay. I heard someone fucking snort out of their yeah. nose. Yeah. So, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to, but it, you know, that's the thing. If you know, if you're making a comic laugh, it's probably a hundred percent. That's how you know you got at least that's how you got something. Yeah. There might be something there. Correct. I did. Uh, I just did a, sh- a mic on uh, Wednesday, and it was fucking brutal. It was so. Where was it? it was at Divine. Oh. Matt Matt Fernandez's mic in Palm uh, Palm oh, Harbor. I keep hearing about that, and I don't. I haven't made the drive yet. It's bro. far, but it's usually. I don't mind. Wor- I'll drive next next it's, time. It's usually worth it. And this was. I've been there maybe <laughs> three or four. This was like the fourth time I've been there, and it was so bad. Not one comic did good. Why? Because and just workout just, there show. Was, there was a full. It was an open mic. So, but it's comedy night. Every Wednesday's comedy night. Okay. So anybody who's there, unless they've never been there before, knows it's comedy night. The audience there just for some reason just did not give a shit that there was a show. John Jacobs was hosting. Okay. He, he did like his eight to 10 minutes before, and I went first after okay. I went right after him. They maybe chuckled through his jokes and like, that was like four or five people in the front. And when I went up, dude, it was so brutal. It was like nobody gave a shit. Yeah, man, that's that's what that's what it's been. I've been blessed working at Side Splitters, um, getting to do the mics. But now that I've ever since I quit my job, I've actually been able to do other mics because I was working 40, 50, 60 hours a week at Spectrum and then working 20 hours at Side Splitters. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, two shows Friday and Saturday that Bro, I, I didn't have any time. I'd be lucky enough to do our mic. Sometimes yeah. I had to work our mic. You know, I couldn't even fucking do it. So so I said, fuck it. I'm, I was like, it's either now or never. I just turned 31. So I, I quit my job at Spectrum. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go all in. So then I started hitting up these stupid little mics. And that's stupid. I mean, they've been dope. Shout out to the pink. Uh, what is that? Pink piano in Lakeland. Oh, Lakeland. Have you done that? I haven't. It's no. dope. Dude. I've, I've it's been dope. told that I should go out there. It's not bad at all. It's on Fridays. And uh, I've was, heard Laugh Out Lounge is really good, too. That's in Winter Haven, I think. Yeah, I have. I had a few written down because I, I just started Googling stuff and I started making calls. And because I, uh, I told myself, you know, if I'm going to quit, I'm gonna at least going to treat it like work. So I still wake up in the morning. I still go to the gym because I haven't told my parents that I quit my job yet. So <laughs> I still uh, I still leave my fucking house um, at like 6 a.m. and I go to the gym and then I leave and then, I, and then just, you know, start thinking about either the mics that are coming up, you know, if, if my if my the five that I'm working on is tight enough. If there's anything to add, listening to my sets, calling places, calling places about their open mics, especially places that are further away. Cause I'm willing to drive now. I got, you know, I got nothing to do the next morning. Dude, it's so. fun. What are your year three right now? Yeah. Well, ex, in, ex, including COVID or like, excluding no, I didn't do dick during COVID. Bro. Not, I mean, a lot of people I didn't did. Do sh- so I didn't technically write, two, right? I'd say two, two on a stage. I mean, I was doing the same shit. Two when on I, a stage. Two years in, I was going to Orlando. I was, yeah. I was going to Fort Lauderdale and like doing little literal shows. I, my second, 
or third year doing stand-up, bro. I was on a show with Ian Edwards in L.A. What? I, sh- I shouldn't have. I was <laughs> so fucking, fucking terrible. I have video of it. Because I, I was like, I'm in L.A. I, the guy was like... Uh, bro, if, tell me all about that, bro. So How did that happen? I was going to L.A. Two of my close friends were um, are jujitsu practitioners. Now they're black belts. And, nice, dude. Uh, they own Gracie Apollo nice, Beach. Um, shout out to, to them. Fuck so, yeah, bro. I tried uh, working out at Gracie, bro. I got my ass beat. I couldn't do it, dude. <laughs> I Smoked can't, too many cigarettes. I so. can't do jujitsu. It's fucking it's too much. I'm out of shape. And I don't want to be in shape. Um, <laughs> at this point in my life, I don't want to be in shape. I don't fucking care about exercising. Um, so they were going out there to do um, IBJJ... F world yeah, so, uh, sure. world yeah, championship yeah. and um they went out there and they were going out there and i was like fuck it this was somebody who i was hanging out with daily um and we would get stoned and fucking listen to joe rogan and joey diaz and he's one of the main reasons like why i do stand up because we would just get high and watch joe rogan stand up or like he he was the one who introduced me to joey diaz fucking Thank God, because now, like, Joey Diaz is, like, a friend to me. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I got to meet him, dude. It was an honor. He's the fucking best person I've yeah, ever dude. met in my entire life. <laughs> and um, Every story is so true. It, <laughs> Everything you ever think about him is so true. It's very, I mean, it. He's just the greatest, it dude. It can't not be. Yeah, he's um, just the greatest, dude. So, I was going out there. My friend Brian, who's a comedian, actor, he's not doing stand-up so much, but doing more acting. He was friends with this older lady. It's like old lady, dude, on Facebook. And he was like, she's out there. And she, like, knows connections to get on shows. He, he was like, you should message her and see if you can get on. So I messaged her, introduced myself. I think I sent her, like, a really shitty video quality of, like, my stand-up from the Tampa Improv. And she was like, oh, I know somebody that um, needs a guest spot on this show. Fuck yeah, just At the Nine on Vine in Hollywood. And I was like... Fuck yeah, I'll take it. I was like, I don't even care. What is it? And she gave me the ladies, the bookers, producers, the showrunners, fucking contact. Nice, I got in touch with her. She was like, all right, you're going to be doing like, uh, she was like, how much time do you have? And I told her, she was like, all right, you're going to do seven, um, uh, a guest spot for Ian Edwards. And I was like, what oh, the fuck? Dude, fuck yeah. And this bro. was one of, this was like oh, one of, my God. around the time that he had a, just come on like Joe Rogan's podcast. So I, I was like, he, he was fresh on my mind. I knew who he was. Yeah. He's got the bit. Um, there's a video on YouTube you can look up about, he tells a bit about um, the surfer girl that got attacked by the shark who's got like one arm or some shit. It's the <laughs> yeah, funniest I, fucking thing I've ever that seen. Girl, I don't know about the, I don't know His, about the bit though. But. Yeah, I'll show you when, whenever we're done. But uh, that bit is so funny. And I was like, fuck yeah. So we'll go out to LA and do the show. So you had to fly out there? Yeah. Yeah. I was already going though. So like I'd already planned on being out there. I was just trying to line up shows. So like this, I didn't get paid for it. Of I was just not, like bro. trying to do stand up yeah, yeah, yeah. in LA and fucking happened to fall on a show with Ian Edwards. And, uh, they film this guy filmed it. He was like, it's 20 bucks, but I'm going to need your YouTube. Uh, cause I'm going to upload it. And it was like 50 or more. If I got the file, so I don't have the file. It's just on my YouTube. Whatever, dude. And it's, it's, it's enough. That's enough for me, bro. I'm Jew as fuck. Bro. I don't want to do that shit, bro. I mean, it's on there. It's on there. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. It's <laughs> not like I sh- I, I'm not quick to show it to anybody. I did a. <laughs> I used to do a joke about um, about how I had a dream about fucking Kim Kardashian, <laughs> and it, 
me and Kanye were pretty much running a train on Kim Kardashian. But when I looked over at Kanye, he was sucking his own dick. <laughs> Such a bad joke. But I was, I remember doing that. Um, so bad. I remember one of the comics that came that like was maybe a year or so ahead of me. When I came back, he was like, dude, he was like, you got to hide that video. He was like, you're better than that. And that video sucked. And it was one of the first times somebody ever told me I sucked. And I was completely heartbroken. And then I rewatched it and I was like, he's fucking right. We need those people in our lives that tell us when we suck. And I never want to show it to anybody ever again. But it's on my YouTube. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to take a look at that after this. But I, uh, dude, I, I, I still, I bomb to this day, bro. I bomb to this day. I, I feel like I suck to this day, bro. Every man, I, I bomb. Everybody bombs. I'm eight years in and, you just learn to embrace it. And like, like that, Mike, I was telling you about on Wednesday, full crowd. Nobody gave a shit. I went to another one on Thursday, no crowd to even not give a shit. So like I'm doing jokes and I, every time I hit a punchline, I just have to pause myself because I'm imagining where they would laugh. Bro, bro I did a mic <laughs> at whiskey Willie's on 41 and they do. They, they didn't even. Is that? Turn, it's right by yeah, uh, the, corner, the right pawn there. shop. Correct. They do have. Oh hell Mics yeah. there, bro. They didn't even turn the music off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they didn't even turn the fucking music off. I was doing comedy to the back of like three drunk ladies talking to each other that would occasionally glance back. Who hosts that? How did you even fucking find that place, dude? Did you just what? hang out there and you're like, hey, you all got a PA? Can I use this? <laughs> no. So I uh. Every time I every there's you know side just opened up a new location right here in Wesley Chapel. Yeah, the Grove. Yeah, correct. So there's a little shithole bar out there as well, Ugh. and one of the bartenders there is also the bartender at Whiskey Willie. So I come there all the time after work, and you know they're they're really cool at this little place because they come they come check out the open mics, they come check out shows, you know, we give them like free tickets and stuff. But she was telling me that they do an open mic uh, at Whiskey Willie's like the first fr like the first Friday of every month or something like that. <laughs> Dude, oh, dude. Does anybody show up? Oh hell yeah, bro! It's Probably like, people that play music, pre right? Precisely, it's like old men with their guitars and their wives, or like uh, you know, like spoons, spoon bands. And oh my shit. god, and they probably look forward to that first Friday every oh, day yeah, of their lives. Yeah, dude, circle on the <laughs> calendar, bro. Circle twice, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, you know how it is. It's just another workout. It's just another fucking workout. Yeah, that's how. Uh, if you ever go to Pegasus. It's like anything. Oh, that's, I just did Pegasus too. Oh, <laughs> anything that's like a bro, dive bar, dude. Bro, it's. I went. I went in between this white kid with dreads who was rapping, of course, and this metal band. This straight up metal, like band. hair metal or no, like dude, death like metal, black like that's kind of badass, dude. <laughs> and it was me, and they're like, "Wow, so COVID, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> They were probably so. I mean, those <laughs> those are fun though because they make the you stronger. Kids, you can see their pupils black as shit, just staring at you, bro, just waiting for somebody to spin fire. I, maybe that's <laughs> something you got to incorporate in your act. Dude, Pegasus, <laughs> maybe. But yeah, man, it's fun. I'm gonna do Pegasus again uh, next Friday. <laughs> next Friday for sure. Is it Friday? I think yeah, it's, it's Tuesdays, right? I have it written down in my little book. I, there's a spreadsheet. Clark Brooks does like a spreadsheet. I know. I got to get my Facebook reactivated, bro. I can send you the list. Thanks, I have it man. on my phone. I got, um, um, I got my Facebook, my Venmo, and my um, Cash App frozen. So I need to figure that out first. 
Facebook. Let's start with Facebook. Are you all at the same time? Are all you the same sus- thing. suspended? No, no, no. I got a, uh, I got ro- I got robbed by a hooker. So I had to, well, once. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so this is something you've tried to make a bit, right? I think I've heard, heard, or you've wanted to tell this story on stage. No, the story that I tell on stage is the first time I got robbed by a hooker. This is the second time I got robbed by a hooker. God, when do you learn your lesson? <laughs> I think a third time's the charm. I think that's what they say. But, um, yeah, man, by the time I got everything back, by the time I got everything back, um, they just froze my account. And then I just did the Facebook thing so that she wouldn't find me. Oh, yeah. That's she has smart. My, my first and last name. Did she, what did she like? She broke oh, into your man, like, she made some empty promises, or? man. No, she made some empty promises. Remember when you uh, were telling me how you gave that kid your money and then he just came back a few hours later? Yeah. Yeah, this girl never came back. And uh, I gave her way more than you did, man. I gave her about $980. Yeah, she was both supposed to come back with uh, uh, a little of this, a little of that, and another girl. And no one came back, bro, bro. She hit you with that Cardi B mindset. Yeah, no one came back. Some big black guy came in, and uh, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And I'm sitting there cutting up a little line on the table, and I was like, uh, "Somebody just walked out. They were coming to get my shit." And he's like, "Bro, you need to get the fuck out of here." And I was like, "Okay, but somebody has uh, like almost a thousand dollars of mine." And he's like, "No, you need to get the fuck out of here." And I was like. You're probably right. I don't want to die in a fucking motel in Largo. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Largo, Florida, dude. I'm not trying to fucking. How do you not have anxiety? Oh, I have violent anxiety, dude. You're, you're giving me anxiety by telling me these stories. Yeah, I have violent anxiety, but it's that's the that's the best part, man. Yeah, I guess it kind of. I stopped doing drugs. I stopped doing drugs, so I still need to find that. That like rush. And when you I say stop doing drugs, I mean like. The like, hard shit. Yeah, yeah. Like daily. Yeah. Like, you know. I, I mean, now I just start. indulge. Now that's I a just, start. Yeah, I mean, do one leg at a time, bro. Yeah, come on. You can replace it with exercise. That's what I was doing for a long time, and now I I just don't fucking care. (laughs) I need to. I gained so much weight. I just went to the doctor um, for the first time on the first of February, and I'm 199 pounds, man. I've never been 200 pounds in my life. I was 155 at the beginning of the pandemic. So you're just trying to do like you just got to do some cardio, right? Dude, it's hard. I don't fucking. I tell myself every day, I, you're every gonna you're gonna get on this day. treadmill, dude. You're gonna do it for thirty minutes, and then maybe an hour, and then I just look at my PlayStation. I'm like, oh, Call of Duty has a new update. Fuck yeah! Every day, bro. Every day, I tell myself I'm gonna go and do it, and then every night I tell myself, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow's <laughs> the day. It's a man, and that's that's I've heard and fucking it's been four years now. Not, not to quote uh, the father of podcasting, Joe Rogan, but I've heard him say like, when you have that thought, that's when you go do it. But it's like, dude, I fucking got to be at work at seven in the morning sometimes. Do you, Joe Rogan? No. Uh, no, but I think he does that anyway, bro. I know. You. I mean, and that's that's the thing. When you have that thought, that's when you're supposed to be aware enough to be like, fuck, let me jump out of a bed or like. Let me go, when I'm just getting go home it. and I'm like scrolling on Instagram, I see Jocko's like 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, it's 4 a.m. right now, man. I haven't even been I haven't, even, I haven't slept in two days. I haven't drank water today. How have you had kidney stones and you don't drink enough water still? Dude, I do now, bro. I got all my cups right here. Bro. I really <laughs> appreciate you. This is why you need to have a... Um, he got me a mug that says best comedian ever. I really appreciate that shit. It's got a few cracks and it. it's been dropped a few times, but I really appreciate that. It's because I, I give it to every comedian that sits in that spot. Don't feel loved. 
I can smell it. Bro. Trust me, I can smell it. No, my my mom got me that for Christmas. She's the fucking raddest. Damn, bro, that you got support from the parents and everything. Yeah, my parents. I've talked about it so many times, but my parents like are alternative. My mom grew up with. Um, my grandfather was a pastor. Wow. My grandmother was a minister of uh, of Methodist Church. So like she grew up constantly traveling, constantly a part of the church. So. When she had us, she like didn't force us into anything and shit. Yeah, we weren't forcing into shit like that either, man. My 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 mom's a Muslim, my dad's Catholic, so uh, our country was torn apart by the by like religion and shit. So we weren't brought up by that either. It was just like love everyone, I guess. But my parents are a little older, man, and um, and in Croatia, and sh- they didn't do shit, bro. They they literally like sang songs and played guitar. They didn't smoke pot. The first time my parents ever they saw... They were just happy off Dude, the first time my life. parents ever saw weed in their entire life, my mom was doing my laundry. I was about 16 years old. And she found it in my pocket. And she jumped in the pool with all her clothes on because she couldn't believe her son was a drug addict. <laughs> Dude. That's some like... Uh, yeah, you pretty much like made her regret probably so much of her life. Oh, she probably yeah, rethought her, her motherhood so much yeah every last bit of it dude i um but that's what the fucking propaganda of the drug war has done because like weed's not bad at all i does know. she think differently now no well she she did a little bit until a few weeks ago um damn dude so my, my mom just uh my mom just recently had a heart attack sorry to hear that yeah i appreciate that man uh, but it's all good so she was she was like chilling at home like you know relaxing and a, a long time ago, I gave her a gummy. Like oh a, no! You like gave a, it. it was it was just it was super mild, bro. It was in a hundred. It was like in a ten pack, hundred milligrams so, the whole pack. Ten, so ten. Ten. That dude. Yeah, they say that that's usually nothing, but for somebody that's never done it, correct. So she's done it one time before that. Actually, she's done it two times before that. So you know, I blame her completely. But the first time she had a gummy bear, and I told her to just bite the head off of it, and she ate the whole thing. Mm. Then the second time. All right, I guess it was both our fault. I left some cookies on the counter, and I didn't tell her that they were weed cookies, so she ate two cookies. I guess that's both our faults. But this this time, it was like an actual one from some like dispensary, something I got it shipped out from Oregon, a friend of mine. No shit. And um, and I gave it to her a long time ago, so I guess she took it. And I wasn't home, bro. I was I was I was doing I was working at side splitters, and then I had to dip out to go do a fucking set at the other side splitters, and I didn't even catch it. I went out there, and it was done as I was walking the door, but. Um, I came back and my mom and dad were gone, so I didn't think shit of it. I, I thought they were out the somewhere. Yeah, bro. So she was like, uh, she was like tripping out. Uh, apparently, it, like something about the medication she was on, plus the state she was in, plus the fact that it was like an actual, you know, ten milligram. She just it tried probably to take was it ten milligram. It was, but who knows, bro? Because so 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 she told my sister that she can't believe. That I tried to poison her, bro. <laughs> so I'm Is dealing, she serious? She yeah, 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 yeah. We're real shaky right now, bro. We're Fuck, on like a yes and no thing right now. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and I didn't do it at all, bro. I, when she told me the story, I was on literally like seven of those. So <laughs> I knew that I wasn't doing it on purpose. Yeah, fuck. I, that makes me think about when I was like, dude, I would smoke from sun up to sundown. There was a point where I was eating it and nothing would happen. Until this one time, 
<laughs> so this one time, my buddy made brownies like on his own. Okay. With weed, coconut oil that he got from his homie from California. Do you have a? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but do you have a, a magical butter machine? I don't know. All right, we're gonna get you one. Uh, a buddy of mine, uh, the guy Colton, I was talking about. They're sponsored by them. They got them on deck, bro. We're gonna get you on a hundred thousand percent, bro. They're the best. They, they're life changing. I'm bro. gonna tell you, I will sell it. <laughs> All right, well, you I, can't get one then, bro. You, <laughs> you can just put I can't. It up. I can't do uh, like if I ever smoke weed again, like it's got to be the most mild shit. I don't think but, that exists anymore, dude. Um, oh yeah, sorry, man. So this story. So he's got this coconut oil already infused, sent from California. He takes it, puts it in a crock pot with flour from like really good shit and keef from really good shit and puts it in a crock pot, marinates it for eight hours, then makes brownies with that. And he was like, bro, I'm going to, I've already had one. I'm going to let you know now. Don't eat it all. Yeah. This was at the height of Pokemon go when Pokemon go first came out. So (laughs) you went Pokemon super go, dude, dude, (laughs) you went Pokemon gone, bro. It was, Fucking! It was fun. So we went to Ballast Point Park down there off of Bayshore. Yeah, but the slab, the locals call that the slab. I must not be a local because I didn't know that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pull back the mangroves. There's a little slab of concrete that you can oh, sit on. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at the uh, skyline. That's, that's so. I take my. All right, go ahead. Uh, where you take your 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 uh, <laughs> <thumbs>. your hookers? <laughs> Big thumbs. <laughs> um, so we're fucking. I eat this brownie. And we're out there playing Pokemon Go. Grown-ass men. Because this was like in 2016. I was already out of school and fucking already into like doing stand-up. So like I'm a grown-ass man running around the park at night playing Pokemon Go. High shit. Uh, By 11, 12, my buddy's like, um, no, before, right before he says he's about to go home, I was like, man, this is such a great time. I'm going to eat the other half. Ate the other half of the brownie. And he goes, all right, man. I think I gotta. I gotta head home, man. It's getting late, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." All the old razzle dazzle. I was like, "All right, I'll be good. I'll be straight." How long uh, did that last? We got home. He dropped me off. Um, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna smoke a bowl before I go lay down and just try and like calm down before I go to bed." Did that. I went and laid down, and dude, it was like I sank into my bed, and it like <laughs> tidal waved over me. And this was when I still lived at my parents and it's like three in the morning and I'm pacing my room, sweating. I'm going, fuck, I'm too high to fall asleep. I sit down, I go, I'm good. And I get up and I go, nope, I'm not good. Damn, you got high school high, bro. Dude, I got, I almost drove myself to the hospital. Wow. Because I just couldn't chill out. I was like, I got to take a shower. Snitching on yourself. It's three in the morning. Fuck, I can't take a shower. My parents are literally like right there. I can't take a shower. And I was like. I'm gonna try and play video games. I tried to hold the controller. I was like, I don't even. Them, I don't even know how to use the analog sticks. And finally fell asleep by like four, five in the morning. Woke up at eight, still high. I was like, fuck. I'm gonna go to the gym. Maybe that'll work. Go to the gym. That actually intensifies your high because your endocannabinoid system, that's actually a part of your body, like re, like charges yeah like oh heard yeah it like <laughs> gotcha bro recharges and i gotta work that afternoon i go to work at where are you like, working at this point i'm working for aveda the hair institute okay as a maintenance technician so it's like it's not like my you got job. lovely hair bro thanks man it's turning, mine's gone it's dude. turning really white but good man you yeah, got it i know 
So I'm, I'm the maintenance tech there. So it's not like I talk to a lot of people. Like I literally go there, scrub toilets and take out trash and sweep hair. And, but I'm around a bunch of crazy women. Yeah. So it's kind of fucked up, but I don't come down till six, 7 PM from like 12 o'clock the night before, which it's not that bad, I guess. But dude, (laughs) that was one, that was the first time I got sober because that experience, I was like, I can't handle this shit anymore. Yeah. What happened there? That's all we need to talk about, bro. Last time I hung out with you, it was uh ragers only, bro. Um, man, I don't know. So I stopped enjoying like being fucked up, which kind of like defeats the purpose. Cause when you stop enjoying just the little things that you're doing, you're like, fuck, how do I speed this up? Which I'm sure you're familiar with now. And I was like, addiction runs in my family. My brother's a bipolar schizophrenic fucking drug addict. So my dad's an alcoholic. Um, won't admit it, but he is for real. Yeah. Um, so like I just, I kept thinking about it and I was like, it's not a good, it's not going to be good if like I want to do more. So I started smoking like 10 or 15% THC cause I was working for true leave. So I was able to get, and I had my medical card and shit. I, got, I just got mine in. It's dope. Yeah, it's it's a cool in. piece. I haven't of used it yet. But. I haven't, I haven't thrown it away. I still have its piece of history cause it should be legal, but I was able to like see more product than what I, you know, you get from your local Correct, dealer. So yeah. like I could see THC percentages, CBD to THC ratios. So I started getting the lighter shit. And then by the time, like it was last February, I've literally been sober for a year coming wow. up. Um, last February, I smoked my last joint with my buddy Nate on this podcast. And I was from that night, even like when I'm stoned and enjoying my time, I knew I was like, it's not the same for me anymore. Like I don't enjoy it, but I don't know if that's because I was doing it since high school. Like, wow, that's crazy, man. I, um, I, I never, I never had, I never had influence like that. My parents were always super straight edge, man. It was just me. I was just a piece of shit and I kept blaming everything on everyone else. Maybe, maybe you're not a piece of shit though. Maybe you're just curious. Yeah. I mean, everything that was going wrong in my life, like I had an excuse, like why that was like that. And it wasn't until I was like, oh shit, it's me. Let me, let me see what this is about slowly start and i've always been pretty good at like chilling like right now like i said i love smoking cigarettes but i'm five days four or five days in right now you don't feel like no i mean yeah i mean no not at all right now because we're having a conversation yeah but not even like the the third day was the worst the third day was the worst and i was like all right i'd like to buy a pack of cigarettes i'm pulling to every gas station almost that i drove by but nah man i um i've always been able to do that which is pretty fortunate Mm because that's how i was able to stop with the blow and shit and now everything's just a treat. Now if I drink, I have a drink with a buddy. If I, you know, if I snort, it's like someone's in town, you know. You got to be careful with that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I started doing the Adderall shit because uh, we had a buddy. Um, you never know if somebody that died, man. Fentanyl, man, or like. Yeah, he was a chef. He, he, and he, he got the same shit every night. He just got like a little gram, half a gram, just whatever to get through the shift. And he got it from his friend and he just got a bad batch, bro. And he died from like a half a gram. And then now his buddy's in jail and he didn't mean to do it. You know, he's just yeah, of sad. You don't, I mean, so that's if why you're like, not uh, the guy who's cutting the shit with the fentanyl, you don't know. Like yeah. literally you don't know the shit looks, it's all powder. It all looks the fucking and some same. of them. They, they, I'm assuming some of them don't even know, you know, they're just mixing it close to each other, like in the same 
barrel or I don't know how the fire. Yeah. I'm fucking retarded. I don't know how that shit's it's, made. It's, so, well, I mean, it's it's a fucking drug. So it's manufactured from a warehouse somewhere. Do we know where? Probably Mexico, unfortunately, because yeah, you know most most of the cocaine is coming from South America, and it comes in to. You know, right the, here, the border baby, right, right here comes into the border. I know Lakes, Florida. Bro. I watch fucking Narcos. I know how it works. Dude. I've seen, I've seen Pablo, and I've seen the Cali cartel. I know what they do. I've done a lot of research on you that got, shit. You got listeners that aren't in Florida. Uh, I do. Yeah, dude. You, isn't lot. it crazy to to think how how normal how packages wash up on shore here? Yeah, there's like an article every other week every that you other could see. Week, bro. Some, some, and who the fuck who, turns? Who's turning it in? You pieces of shit! You fucking jack off, dude. <laughs> who's turning that shit in, dude? Why aren't you? You think they're gonna give you a cash reward for it, <laughs> bro? That that's gotta be at least what twenty grand right there if you just fucking. Just off rip it, man. You yeah. don't have to do it. Don't. Yeah. I wouldn't you even just be the life of the party, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't even fucking open it, dude. I just fucking frame it, dude. Frame. <laughs> <laughs> fucking use it as a put it in epoxy resin. Use it as a side table. Bro. Everybody has a friend that knows <laughs> that knows somebody. That's what I'm saying, dude. So you just Hang find on that to friend. It. Invest, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a live <laughs> NFT. Bitcoin, bro. That's a fucking <laughs> NFT that you just found. You bro, dumbass. People are turning it in, bro. I've never had the pleasure, bro. bro. I haven't either. One time in Denmark, I was taking a piss on the side of a building and it was like uh have you ever been to bonnaroo uh, no but i'm familiar with like what right, it do you is. know what rue magic is no i don't know I, okay, I guess so, i'm not familiar <laughs> so it's what happens to first timers first timers experience something called rue magic something all, always horrible happens but then something fucking whatever you need to happen happens and mine was that i, I can't i can't shit i can't shit in public one time I went eight days without shitting. I went on like a family vacation. God, how bloated were you? Oh, dude. You're like a chick on our period. Dude. I, we, they were staying in a studio apartment. They had one fucking bathroom in the middle of the living room. So I didn't shit I used for to be eight. the same way though. And uh, bro, I was, I was in Tennessee on like day three of doing drugs and just not eating anything other than like tent food. You know, yeah, because what they they just have porta potties, right? Oh yeah, bro, oh. fucking blown up porta potties. So uh. I I woke up mad early and I was like, all right, let me go be one of the first people. I know it's gonna be nasty, but you know, a lot of the psychological psych- psychological part of it for me is like that other people are like waiting for me to shit or can or know that I'm shit. I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. But I can't do it. You're like that uh, that guy. Have you ever seen Waiting with Ryan Reynolds? The guy who has yeah. trouble pissing at the urinal. I can't piss at urinals either. <laughs> I can't piss. At, I can't piss at like Bucks games and shit like that. I hold that shit in forever. But um, bro, I'm standing there and I see this truck coming up and they're like just vacuuming the the oh, shit like out, cleaning them out. And they're, I see him coming up, and he's wearing like a purple shirt, and I see the logo on it, and I was like, no, nah, I can't be. I think I'm just seeing things. I haven't slept in three days. But he gets closer and, he's, and it says Wiregrass Ranch Bulls. And that's the high school I went to here in, in Wesley Chapel, Florida. So I told, I was like, I was like, does your shirt say Wiregrass Ranch? And he's like, yeah, uh, my daughter lives, goes there. I, we live in Wesley Chapel. I was like, bro, I live in Lando Lakes. And we started talking about that. He's like, hold on one second. And he sprayed that shit out with water like a fucking firefighter hose, bro. He cleaned it sa- for you? Sanitizer, bro. When I, was, when I sat on that thing, bro, it was dripping blue sanitizer on my <laughs> head and shit, bro. He put in like 10 new rolls of toilet paper that I haven't got pissed on yet. That's so beautiful. Dude, the whole thing was cleaned out. Oh, and I sat in that thing for about, about three and a half, four and a half hours. I didn't even have to shit anymore. I just knew that once I left, it was, I was never going to – this was the cleanest porta potty in 
all of Bonnaroo. So Man, I that was sat, your moment, dude. Yeah, I was, so I sat in there for about three and a half, four and a half hours just because I knew that would never happen again. And, and, I, and I peed like maybe like two, three times and just sat there. And just, so you were how back, like how long did it actually take you to shit? Oh, because dude, you, you were right away, up. right away. Just oh, because just of like, out? yeah, just because of like the freedom of it being like clean and I could actually not have to squat and you know. That's such an incredible oh, feeling when yeah. you don't have to push. Yeah. There was, I, I had a, the stomach flu not too long ago, right before I got COVID. Uh, fortunately, and yeah, I got that they, shit too. they gave me, um, they gave me some fucking like cramp medicine that caused constipation <laughs> because it's like a cramp and diarrhea medicine. Right. Cause so you were pissing out of your ass. No, I just like had really, like I had the stomach flu where I had some of that. Um, but it was mainly like stomach cramps. It was like the weirdest shit that I had for a while. Um, so they gave me that and I'm constipated and I, find out at work that i'm constipated because i'm like ah like when you when you haven't shit this part like oh right yeah, yeah, above yeah. Your, right above your dick that is that considered the your pelvis, like, yeah, yeah yeah your, your pelvis yeah, i guess like, like your fupa like the yeah yeah like that part's like out yeah sure and i'm like pushing on it as i'm sitting on the toilet i'm like something's in there dude why is it coming out <laughs> so and i'm trying to push and i feel something and like just a little like a little turtle head like falls out Oh yeah, dude. And I'm like, fuck. So I stick my finger all the way up there and I was like, I feel it. All of the shit was up my oh ass. My God, dude. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I called the gay guy that did accounting for the JCC. And I was like, dude, I need you to do something for me. And he was like, what do you want? You need me to watch the front? And I was like, no, I was like, I can't leave. I need you to go get me X lax. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was like, <sighs> no way, fine. Bro. And how let, long he, does it take for that to work? I've never taken X six to twelve life. hours. Oh fuck, dude! So I didn't realize that until he comes back with it, and I was so stressed. I was like, I gotta take it. Took it and read the bottle. Six to twelve hours. I was like, fuck, I need this to happen now. So all through my shift, I'm like cramping because X lax is like a. Oh I forgot what kind of. It's like a stool stimulant, so it does something to your like stomach where it's supposed to like make it all fall out. Um, and I was like, fuck, that's not what I need. I need a stool softener. After I get off work, I go to Walgreens. I get stool softener and um, Miralax. Miralax is like, it takes time, but it uses water to soften your shit so you could shit. But I take all of this. So it's like three or four in the afternoon. I had gotten off at two. And I'm like, man, something has to happen. And I feel the worst cramp ever. And I was like, oh, it's happening. But I have to like prepare myself for like the wildest. And where are you at this birthing. point? I'm home. Okay. I'm home now. Wow. So that's fortunate. But it was the worst shit I've ever taken in my entire life because I was so I hadn't shit for like seven days. It was like six days maybe because that the medicine I was taking like stopped me up and I didn't even realize it because I was feeling so shitty. Dude, when I tell you this was the biggest shit I've ever taken, sorry, everybody, this is probably the dirtiest <laughs> podcast I've, I've ever talked about, but like, I felt like that episode of South Park when uh, Stan's dad, <laughs> that, dude, I felt like that. I'm sending like gifts to Caitlin of that episode. I'm like, I've never felt anything worse than this, but when, once it was out, I was like, a new man brand new brand that's new. how i feel now bro 
I feel for anybody that's not regular because yeah, I sh- I try to shit at least once a day. How do we even come up on the subject? How did how did Rue Magic come up? Because I was talking. You talked about uh, you having trouble shitting. Yeah, in yeah, front but of something people. had to. I, I, something came up, and then I started talking about Rue Magic because we were talking about something else that was magical uh, that doesn't happen often. You were just talking. Uh, you were on vacation and you were at. Nah, it doesn't matter. Anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Anymore. But now we're here. Damn, dude. Um. Look at this picture I found of us. Dude. Yeah, let me see what you got. Sorry, sorry, you guys. I I won't be able to see it. I'll post it on like Instagram or something. But yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I found this on my Facebook from like 2011, maybe or no, 2009. Wow. Wow. It's wow. 17 years old. It's me, you. Alex, Alex Melton, Rob Norman, and Scotty. And Scotty, where's Scotty now? He's, you know, funny enough, he started dating one of the chicks that went to Aveda. Really, that, um, is super cool. He's got a kid. Wow. I think he lives in St. Pete. He's got a kid now. Dude, look at this picture. Does this jersey still fit you or no? Not at all. It looks like it doesn't fit you in this that, picture. That either, picture, dude. that jersey is a kid-sized jersey, and I wanted one that was fitted, not like a actual basketball like hood style funny enough i have one now that's like 2xl and i don't wear it because bro, it's four so out huge. of five people in this picture are wearing the same exact beanie bro <laughs> i'm telling you we all fucking dressed the same exactly. we all probably have vans on too wow this is crazy i don't really fuck with rob anymore man i haven't i mean they all stopped hanging out with me because i started like doing drugs and stuff uh but then they all started even though they were all me, they were all dude, doing drugs when we were in high school then they all started asking me for drugs man so uh i had to, I had to turn the tables a little bit they all i mean i remember going to like a, a party at caleb's and like everybody's like drinking and we're in high school i'm like the only one with a straight edge tattoo at this fucking party What's a straight edge tattoo? Is that look? It's like? on my back, so I don't have to look at it ever. Oh, for real? It's yeah, just a big it's, fucking it's, X. It's, no, it's a, X Devin X. It's three X's that are actually crooked. Okay, I see that. On my, on my it looks like it says KKK. Kind of. I'm not gonna lie to you, it bro. Does. It really does. I know. It it's not like a good says- look if I'm like at a beach somewhere. <laughs> People probably think I'm a major racist, dude. I um, I was in line um. I was lying with this girl the other day in Publix and I saw a guy with a white power tattoo and I told her about it and she's like, how do you know that? So I pulled it up on Google and I was just looking them up and, um, and the lady behind us caught, caught eyes at me looking at white power tattoos. So that wasn't a good look either, bro. I understand how you feel, bro. But, but. See, but that's when you just like. Throw, oh, you yeah, throw yeah. this guy under the bus. He's like, get a load of this racist <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, he's about uh, he was probably about six five, about three hundred and fifty pounds, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with that, man. I didn't even think it's wild. It's wild away. to me that there's people that are racist out there. It's, yeah, that's crazy. Did, did you ever go to that um, community college uh, PHCC in in Newport Ritchie? No, I don't Dude, think so. You have to get out, go on this road, Moon Lake, to get there, and there is a there are legit like KKK chapters out there, they would come to the school and leave like brochures in the fucking bathrooms and shit like literature and shit, bro. Fucking crazy. And you could drive back there and you see all their little, like their crosses and shit. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It's so weird to me. It's like, it's such a low level of thinking to like hate somebody just because they look different. Yeah. It's so, it's so barbaric, huh? Yeah. Because like, I mean, maybe, 
I just had a, a different lifestyle. Like I grew up around a lot of different people. So like it's normal to me to be around people that aren't like me, especially when you grow up in the hood. Like I literally grew up in the hood. So like I was the minority where I grew up. So I just don't, I don't know. I, un, I don't understand the way of thinking. My, my, my parents are mildly racist, but they don't mean <laughs> to be. They don't mean to be. It's just like, um, you know that mountain mountain people shit. Like they they just grew up without anybody else but Croatian people. You know what I'm saying? So they they're not racist. They just they just say like they a lot and like I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 my mom says shit about Chinese people when she. Just talking about any other Asian Asian <laughs> culture. You know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, does the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. Does the fucking eye thing yeah, with their so fingers. Yeah, so they just do shit like that. And, uh, they, yeah, they just say they a lot. And it's, uh, it's frustrating, man. Yeah, it's a weird... Because you know you can't change their mind. Yeah. You can, like, say it over and over. And, like, what you're doing is wrong. But then they'll go, but you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, God damn it. That's not <laughs> how, you, do, how you should say that. I do get it, but come on. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why I'm, that's why I'm I'm glad that that we have this outlet, bro. Because I feel like we are the last frontier of free speech, dude. I feel like if we if we give up on this PC shit, that that's it, dude. You can't you can't. I stopped doing shows in St. Pete, man. Yeah, you you told me about yeah, a few I stopped of doing them. that. I I can't, bro. I can't I can't do any material that I think is funny. Because you know how you can't you can lock yourself in your goddamn room until you're Eddie Van Halen with a guitar. Yeah, I don't know can't. if something's funny until I say it. Yeah, so it's like. I don't, I can't even, I can't even allow myself to think like that and then go even attempt it. So I just stopped in general, dude. Yeah. They're uh, very uh, progressive over there. Dude, Tell me about writing clean and talk to me about that a little bit. How's that been, bro? So what is this place? Ah, so snappers it's on us. Okay. I know that I I didn't know they had no, I didn't know I had a mic. Yeah. They, they're, it's now, uh, Oh, you can't even, you can't even say gosh in there, bro. It's a, it's the first two or oh, I love these kind of shows. It's the first, first Tuesday first of the second, second month. First or second Tuesday and the last Tuesday <laughs> of the month. So there's two open mics a month. And they're it's the they're, first they're open mic. Of the- they're it's fucking weird. It's like whenever retro Mercury retrograde happens, we have an open mic. Yeah. Um so they're like <laughs> open mic competitions, essentially. So it's audience vote. Love that shit. Um, they actually get a paid audience for open mics, which is dope. Um, what does that mean? It, so people are coming to watch open mics, dude. So you actually have an audience when you perform. Isn't it crazy? Like you've done, you've done stand up in New York. Isn't it crazy how you don't have to bring anybody to any show here, any like open mic, bro? Yeah. In like North Carolina and shit, you had to bring like five people. Otherwise, you can't even go on stage. Dude. I fucking dude. <laughs> Like, I was telling, and they all have to buy a ticket. <laughs> like, I was telling somebody, I feel so bad for Caitlin because I used to make her come with me all oh. the time, and she's probably spent loads of money. But there was a time where I was on a show. Fucking Greer Barnes was on it too at Broadway Comedy Club. Do you know who Greer Barnes is? It sounds familiar, man. He's like a he's not somebody who got real big, but he's like a New York comic who's fucking like really good he's been doing it for years he's like a polished he's at the cellar and shit nice, um dude. legit i was supposed to bring people to the show to be able to perform and i go to the guy who's sh- the showrunner and i'm like dude my people bailed on me he's like sorry man i was like bro i got 50 bucks i'll give it to you for 
for them not coming to perform. Deal. And I paid fucking fifty dollars to perform on a stage. I will never do it ever again that's in my hilarious. life. Hilarious, but that's how you told me that the other day, bro. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so it's cool. Yeah. That you don't have to fucking bring bringer shows are literally piles of shit. And I hope they go away at some point. And I'm not going to say I don't too much though, more, bro, because man, at these shows where it's just comics, bro, they're as soon as they do their set, they leave, bro. By the time you go up. Yeah. Like I said, I've been fortunate enough that I've been working at the shop that I can, you know, at these places at size, but at least I can, you know, go third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. These other places where I'm going 13, 14, 15, 16, by the time I go up, it's you, the host, the two girls behind the bar, yeah, and the guy waiting to lock the doors. You're literally doing it for yourself at that point. Yeah, which sucks because it's different. You know it's different. It's different it making is. a joke hits differently when there's 20 people versus, you know, two people. And even if it isn't all that, that, it, that laughter is kind of – It helps, but also you got to, like, think to about, like, your timing. Cause like it's hard in those moments because you're thinking like the whole time you, even when you're going through your bits, you're like, fuck, I wish there was an audience here. Fuck. I wish there was an audience here. So you're not really taking your bit or a uh, joke seriously, which fucks up the timing, which right. fucks up the actual way you want to say it. So when you actually do get a crowd, it sounds different, but it's just one of those things too. You have to be like aware of it. And I wasn't aware of it for a long time. Like when I was in your shoes, I just wanted so bad to be so good that I was literally writing all the time. Um, same thing. I would quit every job I had just to yeah. spend days sitting in my room, smoking weed, writing. Yeah, that's where I am right now. Writing all the time, trying to do a new five minutes all the time. And that's one thing I kind of regret, but I don't because I never really perfected one set of five minutes. I was always progressing to new shit, which helped me find my voice because for a long time I was doing Mitch Hedberg. Like, okay. That was the style of joke I would do. That's who I was like idolizing when I first started. Um, I was also really ang I'm a really anxious person. So thinking about five minutes and what I'm going to say in five minutes, I'm thinking more so how many fucking laughs can I get in that five minutes? Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing little little zingers, I got to have a hundred of them to make people right, laugh, you gotta do laugh like every three second. A minute. Yeah. And, it's, and that's if they hit. That Yeah. And yeah. that's it, man. And it's fucking, it was so hard and... But writing new stuff all the time and coming up with a new five minutes or whatever all the time helped me find my voice faster. That's where I am now, just trying to just trying to write as much as I can going up. That's why I don't care about these shows where I'm, they don't turn the music off or if only the DJ. I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to work at work it out. That's I just got I, I just got asked to host for the first time, so it's gonna be coming up. I can't remember what day it is or what show it is. I don't have any information. I just once they said that, I, my mind went crazy. So, um, but that was that was all because. One of these comics that that does hosts and features around here all the time. He said, "You know, if you can come up with a ten minute, then we can call me up." And I was doing the same shit. I wasn't trying to fucking work on a nice tight like five. I was just trying to like, what's gonna be, you know, what's gonna work this week? What can I add? Because I was trying. To, I still don't have a voice. I think. Yeah, uh, you know they say you like, don't really get into ten years. Yeah, man. Because I find myself kind of switching stuff up all the time. But that's that's good though because you're trying you take chances. Comedy is about taking chances. And yeah, and that's that's all it is. That's all it is, and that's all I've that's all I've been trying to do is just like invest in myself. I've been spending all this time investing into other people, into other people's companies, and other people's jobs, and every this and that. So fuck it, let me go all in on me. Let me get these jokes written out. And I mean, it's you're in a fucking great spot. I've yeah. I don't know if I've ever. I think I've talked about it on here, but like 
I was in your shoes at one point when I was fucking using still and I got too fucked up and I feel so bad and I know BT will never hear this but I've always wanted to apologize for him because I was supposed to work in the one night that I was supposed to start I got too fucked up and like panicked and had to leave so how did they how did they run the show I don't know I left you just left I did left. you tell anyone you were leaving nope nope and I, I've like I there's not a day that goes by where I really think about how have you reached out I've tried yeah I've emailed him and but I know he's busy probably like I'm a fucking guppy on his radar like I know he's got so much shit going on but it's something that I think about all the time I'm like fuck I really burned a bridge because you're in a situation now where you work for a comedy club you do audio visual you're going to be around actual professional comics all the time yeah you're going like to see the, last, the, the difference between amateurs and crazy. professional. So like you're in a good position, position to watch and learn. If that's sub, if this is a world you really want to be a part of, you're like, are you working out tonight? Or are you going, are you doing a spot tonight anywhere? I was thinking about it. There's, I know Spitfire just size splitters is comics night out tonight at, at nine 30. So it's going to be the first show I think is, um, Ooh, who's that hilarious chick? Um, Jessica Michelle. Oh yeah. 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 Singleton. She's so funny, dude. Dude. Caitlin went to acting class with her. No way. Yeah. Oh dude. She's a blast, bro. She's a killer. And I, I think she's doing the, fir- I think they're at the first show tonight and then it's going to be open mic afterwards, but I don't know. Cause Ari Shafir's tonight and Ebor. Yeah. And then, um, and then someone else is at improv tonight. Um, someone big is at improv t- or not at improv at the other side's players in Carrollwood. Uh, I can't remember who it is, but it's somebody decent. Fuck, I thought I fucking saw it posted earlier, too. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, A lot of comedy in Tampa, man. I know. So I know I should be saying fuck it, all that stuff, and just do an open mic tonight, but I think I'm going to go check out Ari. Ari's fucking dope. Yeah. I would at least see him once. I, I saw him in, in uh, when I lived in New York at the cellar, and he's was so fucking funny. Yeah, I just saw Theo last week, and that was fucking awesome. And then the craziest shit happened afterwards, bro. We fucking we got to meet him afterwards. Um, one of our friends, they were doing two shows. So the first show was Theo, and the second show was Ali Sadiq. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay was opening up for him. Uh, Jay Legend. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, That's yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, so uh, we got to fucking hang out. Um, and then I went outside to go smoke a cigarette uh, with Haley. And uh, Theo's just back there by himself. So we were just fucking talking shit, bro. Just talking shit. And then the next day he was in Orlando and he just hooked it up with some tickets. So we, went to, we took a drive a little to Orlando and saw the show as well. That's so... Is he doing a new hour? Is he doing his Netflix special? He's doing his Netflix special. But dude, it was almost... I almost didn't hear one joke from the special on... I'm sure he's doing it he's, different. Yeah, he's doing, and then he would throw some old stuff in, some like real, you know, sh- shit that you've heard on. He's so funny. If you follow the podcast, or yeah, he was hilarious. But the, he was just super dope, dude. It was really, really dope. It was dope. To- it's dope talking to people like that, and that's what exactly what you were saying, bro. I'm really lucky to be in this position and have these people coming through and be able to talk to the difference between like open micers and amateurs and professionals, and the differences between them all. It's it's really cool because you'll see you'll meet ones like that actually give a shit like fucking when i met joey diaz like to this day still remembers me obviously and like we still talk yeah and he was one that when i first met him in 2014 i don't even think i was doing stand-up for a year he was like why the fuck are you when i told him i'm a stand-up he was like why are you here he was like why aren't you doing this i was like i don't fucking know i'm like i'm just this? a kid this was in orlando at um 
Was it at the Hard Rock? I saw him and Joe Rogan. Really? At the Hard Rock wow, in 2014. What a show, dude. dude. It was so fucking crazy. And both of them were like really cool. Joe Rogan was like, dude, doesn't matter what you do, just keep writing. He was like, if you're going to perform, perform, but keep writing. And that was one thing, like, Damn. even when I took my break, when I moved back from New York, like, I never stopped writing. I've always had stage presence, but... Um, yeah, you're funny as hell, dude. I love watching uh, you on stage, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is fucking wild, because sometimes I don't think... And for a long time, I told myself I'm not funny. Um, oh, dude, that's written on my mirror when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> you piece first. of shit. I used to <laughs> wear a shirt that said, you suck with a microphone on it. I have pictures of it. Oh, dude. That's... So, uh, back to writing clean <laughs> when you asked me about writing clean um it's going um i got i think i got five minutes i'm not like it's so what do you do do you just do your regular set and just take the fucks out or what do you do not at all because no, that, it's I all feel different like, I feel, yeah because my main bit about COVID, like catching covid i like one of the big hitters is when i talk about being on that roller coaster and COVID mouth fucking me, which I've rewritten to say like COVID taking its finger and mouth gagging me. Like it's got its fingers in my mouth and down my throat. And Checking I, your tonsils, bro. So like that takes <laughs> fucking out. But like, I, I feel like it's not the same energy. Like I'm not going to bring it the same way. So like, I'd rather save those bits for like how they are. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I literally, dude, I went through, I'll show you. I, I went through. Tried. I have never. I don't. I don't write wow. on pen and paper anymore. But okay, I have. So I do because I tried doing this, but it's all mumbo jumbo. I don't even remember what I'm writing at all. <laughs> like I have some that just say like, dude, it's wild because you like you're like I'll just write a few words and then I'll remember what I actually think. Fuck no. But like I went through all this shit. Like I got stuff from 2015, 16. Um, 2017 wow. 18 so i went through all this stuff and i was like i know i have ideas that are clean somewhere and and <laughs> i took all those ideas and wow that's not bad he uh, he's showing me a uh, probably about a three finger scroll like if you ever got a novel written by angry <laughs> x it's about a three finger now scroll. i'm not saying they're fucking monster hitters <laughs> but you're not supposed to be a monster when you're hosting right. like you're literally they, they even told us at snappers we don't it's even care if, we don't even care if you're funny yeah just make sure the show goes on yep so I think I have my five minutes where I'm like, all right, I can get some, <laughs> and I let people know it's okay to laugh and like, I'll bring everybody else on. Yeah. That, that, that's how it was. Um, but I hate it. I hate it, man. I'm not a clean comic really? at all. <laughs> Fuck no, man. That's not how I grew up. My main bits are talking about how my brother was a drug addict, how he was doing cocaine, how I smoked weed with my dad when I was 14, how, uh, the way Caitlin and I got engaged was because I thought my dick could touch the ground when I put my knee on the ground. Like, <laughs> They, these are <laughs> these are like my legitimate jokes and i can't do them clean like there's yeah, no I way to do it all my shit is just stories about like denmark and college really see so now it's like now and they're all fucking filthy i know and i mean talking to you i know, yeah, I don't even I've, know known you, I've known you for so long too so like i, I know, know start with them you know it's like see and that's where you learn to if you can tell a story dude doesn't always have to be real it could come from a real experience yeah, for sure so now that's where you have to learn to like, how, like, cause I tell a story about the first time I did acid. It wasn't me doing acid. It was my buddy doing acid, but it was the first time I experienced acid because he was on acid. And I tell that story 
And I was on mushrooms, but I wasn't on acid. So there's Sometimes like, that's worse, man. That was funny. It's a good story. I haven't told it in a long time, but it's a good story. Yeah, man. That's I, I strictly just write on paper now and just try to – I don't have a computer or anything like that. So if anyone listening wants to get me a computer, it's <laughs> Mark Ivan Comedy at Instagram. That'd be awesome. Yeah, don't uh, don't try and get his Venmo though. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's currently frozen. frozen. <laughs> um, no, but I like when I go through my phone, I found one that was like caught jerking off by my sister, and it has nothing else written, and I have no idea where I was going with that. That's a funny idea though. <laughs> yeah, like getting caught jerking <laughs> off is so funny, and it's all about how how you tell it. Really, like yeah. that's where the art form. You ever got caught? Yeah, man. I got. I've been caught. Um, take that back. I've never been caught jerking off, but I've been caught by I've been caught having sex. Mm. When I was in high school, I was with my high school sweetheart. We were fucking at her best friend's house in her brother's room because her brother was like in jail or something. Nice. And my kind of girl. Uh, her friend's mom started coming down the stairs, and. She jumped off. She was on top. She jumped off of me and like darted to the bathroom and just left me there laying on the floor, like in the dark. And her mom pops in. She's like, what are you doing in here? And I was like trying to pull my pants oh. up, like without her noticing. And I was like, we're just laying in here. And she goes, mm, y'all need to get the hell out of here. Dude, my dad, uh, my dad walked in on me and I was losing my virginity, dude. So did you finish? Yeah. Yeah, I did finish. <laughs> I, uh, right in his eyes we uh <laughs> actually i didn't know he was there so he was a real gentleman he walked into the house um i didn't i didn't where know were you, oh, so, so where were you at yeah, we were in our bedroom in my bedroom but i didn't have the door closed because we didn't think anyone was <clears> home uh, rookie mistake <laughs> it's first time bro and uh apparently he came home and saw it and then just left again and this was before i was like 16 so i didn't have a car so he picked me up from her house that night and and we had the talk which was mainly just like I'm not having any High grandkids. No, I'm Good not job. having any grandkids, so use condoms. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he uh, he walked in and and walked out. It was really, really, really generous and sweet of him. I think. Yeah, that's. I mean, because he really could have embarrassed you. Yeah, my mom caught me jerking off a few times though, um, which sucks now because now I live with her again, and it was pretty recent that it happened. Um, but she's <laughs> she's quiet as fuck, dude. She could walk on 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 leaves in a, in the fucking fall forest, dude. How many, so? How many times has she caught? I you like jerking? three or four. But uh, like sex is a really normalized in Europe, so it's not. Yeah, it's not it's, even like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like. Yeah, but it's still you, something. Yeah, it's still awkward yeah. for like you to be the on the other side of that hand job. You know what I mean. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's it's always the eyes are the worst, and they uh, they don't do the thing where they like embarrassingly close the door. They're like, oh, what are you doing again? And they leave the door open. And they're like, I gotta vacuum this room. So, <laughs> and that's the worst part about it, but. And then one time by uh, by my ex in Denmark, and then one time, um, so how last it, week by this girl I'm dating right now. How was the ex in Denmark? Was she mad? Yeah. So I used to um, I used to get so high on cocaine when I come home from work because our little restaurant would turn into this really hot nightclub after work. Yeah. So, you know, we would be finished at four or five. By the time I get home, it's eight nine in the morning, and she was a teacher, so she would be up seven to be gone by eight so a lot of times we weren't even there but sometimes i get home in the mornings and I'd, i was just fucking skeeted dude so i would stop and get a little four pack of beer <laughs> and some cigarettes and i would literally just like jerk off and stare out the peephole and it literally sounds like a joey diaz dude, st story <laughs> stare out the fucking stare out the um 
I, I kept hearing people having sex, but I wasn't. But I kept hearing them. So I would like go out of the hallway and like go up to each fucking neighbor's house and put my head up to the door. <laughs> Wait till you get a boner or something? No, shit. I just paranoid. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it. I don't know what drew me to it. It's not like a... But I would, and I wasn't jerking off in front of these people's houses. I was doing my own house. But I kept hearing uh, people out there. So, um, and one time I was just jerking off, and she and she just opened the door and saw me. But we both pretended like nothing happened, to, and we never talked about it. It was nice. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah, at least she didn't like get mad at you. Caitlin yeah. gets mad at me sometimes. She's like, "You're really, wa- really wasting it all on yourself." Do like you, as uh, if it would last any longer. Like if we were actually. Something's been going on with me, bro. Now, um, well, I was never like the best in bed, but now I come really fucking fast, bro. Maybe because you're ex- excited. I don't know. I don't. I don't they think I'm that excited. They say it has something to do with your mentality, but I'll literally be thinking about the American flag or some shit. Dude, I'm trying not to. I'm doing everything. It's not. the feeling. Like literally, I think I just. I think I just come fast because it feels so good. Dude, I've become really fucking fast, and I don't, I don't fuck twice. So like, I'm one, and I'm, done. I, I want to. It's not that I don't want to. Yeah, I just it's can't. Just your dick's like, I've had enough. See ya. I used to be able to, man. Bro, there were times where I could go five times. Absolutely, dude. Women, Absol- they, women don't understand like why you can't do it. I'm like, I'm fucking about to be 30 years old. My dick has been through like so many war. Imagine I started jerking off at 10. Yeah, when nothing comes out. Yeah. This is the feeling. Yeah. And you could get it like three or four times in like one fucking like session. Like imagine all those years just beating the shit out of like oh, dude, it's a it's fucking, fucking punching bag. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck the speed bag, bro. Yeah. So damn. We've been going for over an hour and a half now. How long do you normally go for? I think I've gone like two hours the most really with when I have guests sometimes. So it's like literally when So do you do your podcast by yourself a lot? Yeah, it's usually just me, um, you know, Bill Burr style. That's nice. I, I try, but like sometimes if it's just me, I'll stop at like 45 minutes, 35 minutes. Like if I don't have anything, I'm not going to like just mumble and do bullshit for an hour. Like I literally like will do some shit about the news that I think is crazy. Talk about like anything that's on my mind or bits or shows. I stopped watching the news probably about... About three, four months ago, I stopped watching the news. Oh, it's fun for topical humor. Yeah, and I, I should probably do that for, for like material and stuff. Yeah, you just got to be careful because with like, with news article type jokes, like somebody else could already have the same, literally the same joke because it's the same premise. Like, if you see a news article, like you're literally, it's usually like a setup punchline joke. You're not yeah. getting like a huge bit off of it. But it's fun. I mean, it makes for great content if I'm just talking shit about it. Yeah, it's like now it's like my COVID joke's funnier than your COVID joke. You think so? <laughs> you want to go to war for for COVID? I told myself I wasn't going to do it, but I... Um... I said the same thing. I When, when I s- started doing stand-up during the pandemic, I was like, I'm not going to do any COVID shit. And then I got it. And then I was like, well, I, I it's my experience. While I was like uh, in my bed dying, I was like having hallucinations of how I was going to tell my jokes. It was fucking weird. And I was like, I got to write this shit. I'm like sweating and like shivering and dying. And I'm like writing in my phone. Uh, COVID, COVID is a uh, Ronnie Coleman of, of viruses. Uh, COVID, COVID, uh, catching COVID was like losing my virginity. Cause all my friends got it first. And That's they were hilarious. like, yeah, like 
just like trying to write as much of it as I could until like I knew I wasn't sick to be able to like perform it. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't gonna do it, but um my girlfriend she travels for work, so she's all over the place. So um ever since I stopped ever since I quit my job, I just go with her because it's like her company pays for her trips and shit. So, you know, I get like we when she went to in, we we went to Indiana the other day, it was like sixty bucks. Sixty five bucks for a re- there and back. Oh shit, that's cheap. And uh, so I do the same thing you've been doing, just doing little open mics, you know, finding a week in advance and doing that shit. And everyone's wearing, everyone's masked up. Some places don't even do comedy like they used to anymore. Some places are still at fifty percent capacity oh, to this wild. day, bro. It's wild because Florida's been open exactly like, like a month after we had lockdown. We were like, yeah, dude, what are you talking about, lockdown? <laughs> exactly. That's that's why that that that's literally my joke. Is I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like chicken tenders pubs are, are on sale. So like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean lockdown? Bro. That's why fucking Florida's too many people are coming here, dude. Caitlin and I have been trying to look for houses. Where I'm, I'm moving to. I'm moving to Tennessee. I'm moving to Johnson City, bro. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. For just cause or yeah. Try so something new? um, she works remote, and uh, I'm trying to get this job at her company right now. But I just, I just want to be out there, man. I want to have a sheep farm and shit. Dang, that's dope, man. I know, bro. That'll give me a reason to go to Tennessee. Yeah, for Not sure. Not because my dad lives there or anything. <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> yeah, he lives in Knoxville. Oh, nice, dude. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That's not that bad. It's like an hour and a, an hour and a half from Johnson City. But I um, I mean, there's little places out there. This place is in Knoxville. How far I, How far is it from Nashville? About two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, so like if you literally, if you set up some shit, you can make a day of going yeah. to do stand-up out there. We can. Fuck it. Yeah. I got, uh, there's a buddy of mine that started around the same time as me. His name's Zach Townsend. He's out there and does stand up in Knoxville, yeah, um, Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nash- there's a lot Nashville's of places like, in Nashville. Nashville's like the spot. That's where they have zanies. Yeah, and shit. correct. So, dude. I mean, Josh Wolf is out there now. Steve Burns out there. Theo's out uh, there. Theo's out there. Uh, Nate Bergazzi. I don't know if you're oh, clean enough for him yeah. to like you. Oh, so yeah. I love him, dude. He's hilarious. <laughs> I dude. know. He's one of the only clean acts that I'm like, fuck it. Like he anything he, he writes kills. about, I'm like, how? Yeah, dude, I I hate acts like that because I'm like, how did I not think of that? It makes me so. There's a guy. There's a local guy. I've talked about him so much. I should probably stop sucking his dick. His, his name's John Turkell. Have you met him before? Dude, I'm so bad with names, bro. I, I, John Turkell is a guy in the area. I think he he's near St. Pete, but he's great. He's newer. He wasn't around when I started, so I don't know how long he's been doing it. But he literally makes me mad when I watch him because. He fucking kills. For and real? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck do you just do it like that? And I feel like I try so hard. Maybe that's it. Maybe I got to stop trying so fucking hard. Oh, there's a guy that every now and then comes to an open mic and he's older. He's like our dad's age and he dresses goofy as fuck. Is it the guy with the top hat or like the weird like hat? And he, I don't know if you, sometimes he wears silly outfits, but he does like one liner jokes and they're all clean. But bro, I, t- I make sure to catch him every time and tell him, wow, what a great set. Like, what a great set. Because it truly is, bro. It's truly funny, well-written-out jokes. They're, like, damn good jokes. They're clean, and they make you laugh because it's silly. I think I know who you're talking about because I think I was talking to him the one time that I was at the Grove, Mike, and he was talking about how he, like, knows Doug Stanhope and was, like, on Doug Stanhope's I'm sure. podcast. I'm sure. I think it's the same guy. Old guy. He, like, will wear, like, a blazer. Yeah. And he's got like the weird like um, the kind of hat that like those singer acapella groups would wear. 
Like the taxi driver hats? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's the same guy. I don't remember his name. Bro, your phone's blown up. I think you gotta go, bro. No, it's fuck. I don't know what Caitlin's calling me so much for. That's but all good, bro. I'm, I'm do. I'm probably gonna do side splitters tonight at the Grove. Um, if you're down, dude. I, when is it at nine thirty? Yeah, I think I am because I don't. I mean, I'm supposed to do this marketing thing for work tomorrow, but it's work. Yeah, fuck. whatever. Let's go, dude. Let's go do comedy. I need bro. to. I don't want to pay though, man. Maybe we can do something. <laughs> <laughs> See me into the back door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having yeah, me, bro. If you, if really you have anything you, you want to plug, I mean, you don't know your hosting date. Yeah, so. I know. Well, this this all just happened as I was coming up here, so I'm still um, I'm still working all that out. So I'm trying to figure all that out. But as soon as I do, I'll let you know. Um, as of right now, it's just the 17th of this month um, at Side Splitters at the Grove. Sweet. Mark Ivan. Mark Ivan. Mark, uh, Mark Ivan comedy at Instagram. That'd cool, be dope. Man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having it's me, bro. It's been dope. Appreciate you.